0: Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old fashioned shit talking. Our host,
1: Nate Wood, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. Welcome to the Black and Brown podcast. I'm your man A Colbert, known as the Plug. I forgot to introduce myself, so I got to do it first. Oh, oh, I like it. Always with my man Dub H Stephen, aka yes the sir. Silverback. What's going down, guys? Gotcha. And our man Delvin Joyce, the people's choice. What's the deal, fam? Yeah, when coming to the table,
2: <laughs> legendary. Legendary. That's yeah, what we do. Legendary. You yeah, dropped legendary. legendary status on oh, my time? Yeah, yeah, dude. Our man. <laughs> our man. watch this, <laughs> watch this, watch this.
1: Twice nominated. Twice, James Beard, four times, four
2: times.
3: Time. Time. Oh, It's oh, oh,
2: all good you really, Listen, really, listen,
1: just, listen. Just, listen, you know, listen man, when cool. your jumper you jump ain't cool. working, your coach will say, "No, no, no, <laughs> take your time, <laughs> take your time." <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's four, all good.
1: <laughs> My life together. Four four time nominated James Beard chef, four times. <laughs> chef Greg Collier's in the building. The Gordon Parks of the kitchen. The James Baldwin of the burners. Oh. Yo, bro, you in
2: it way high on oh, you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, yo, listen, yo. Welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Hey, yeah, man. Thanks hey,
3: for coming to making good, time man. for us, man. Man, I'm digging that that uh that T you wearing too, man. That T you have on.
2: Oh, Tom Jerry. Yes, sir. I love that, man. I'm a am uh, a I'm a cartoon graphic tea wearing cat though. For real. <laughs> really? I got a bunch of them, man. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z, man, uh Looney Tunes, wild characters. That's dope, bro. The socks? Bro, they got on, uh, oh, look,
1: he got on the Sylvester socks. <laughs>
2: my,
0: yo, my guy is Looney Tune down we, to the we, socks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to have to put some snaps up for the people, man, so they yeah, can see. That, yeah, that's so dope, so, Yeah, I'm yeah. a cartoon guy, too, so. I that's awesome, it. man. So anyway, this is season nine in Diamond. That's yes, how we always do it. We've been doing it all season. We've been talking food. We've been talking bourbon. We had some chefs up in the building. You know, we put putting food and your brain on the map. So luckily enough, we got our man in the building. We've been trying to get down with him for a minute. I've been yeah. trying to get in the restaurant for a minute, but... I just got the cheat code tonight, so I got to get there early.
3: Yeah, man, he said, just don't come on 7 o'clock. Just, <laughs> hey. You want to come on 7 o'clock, you ain't going to do it. You can't
2: wake up Friday morning and
0: decide you're going to come to the restaurant at 7 no, o'clock. You got to do that on the week before. No, Thursday Wednesday morning. Yeah. Don't come when you're hungry, fam. <laughs> you got to come at 5. Yeah, no doubt. By the way, and I think that's me, where I messed up. You and you, you, you didn't. I think um, give it enough emphasis. I didn't give it emphasis for how for how hard we worked to get this guy on the podcast, right, fam. Talk to like, we'll talk to him, because as the producer of the show, I mean, I did the legwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Now let me let me give y'all the rundown real quick. Okay, I've, I've talked to President Obama three times. I talked. I talked to Joe Biden. I spoke with him once. I, <laughs> I talked to Michelle but All these I folks talking. I talked to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. but I couldn't get my guy, Greg Collier. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But wow. we finally got my guy. How'd, How'd you finally get him? Bro, I, so he gave, he gave me the cheat code. There's, okay. a, there's an email address I had to copy. Oh. And once I copied that email address. Got right to him. Got right. I mean, I got I got in the building. Yeah, dope. That's bro, dope. Bro, let me bro. be a vocal child, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to stunt,
2: but... <laughs> <laughs> and like... There's so many people who do who say they do what we're about to do right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important for us to link with each other. Right. Yeah, sir. Um, but it's not a lot of brothers and sisters necessarily doing this with any amount of uh lyrical content, I say. Like oh. it's just people like they own mics and they talking. And I'm right. like, bro, like, yeah. What are we talking about? So right, yeah. right. when I true. sat down and I looked at it, I was like, "Yo, I need to, I need to, I need to get in this conversation. And we need to talk." Plus, I ain't said nothing in a minute, so it was a good time to say, "Hey, something. hey. oh man, hey. I way." Dead, man. You know I mean, that,
0: that. there was a compliment in there. I don't know if y'all called it, but yeah. Yeah. my the whole thing my, is yeah. a compliment. My, to exactly. my guy, my guy said he looked at our shit and was like, "All right, they they own something." Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Hold up, hold up. He's award nominated.
1: We're <laughs> award nominated. This you is know true. What I'm you know what I'm saying? We just got to link up. This is true. Right. So, so Chef Greg, you know, um, we call you Chef G. Is that cool? Bro, y'all can call me anything. I, you know, we call you <laughs> Chef G, you know, for all <laughs> intents and purposes. So, we, there's a few questions we like to ask our guests on the show. And yeah. because of season nine and done, yeah, yeah. our famous producer kind of switched them up a little bit. And we'll, we'll hit you with them. You can answer those, kind of break the ice. Then we get to the meat and potatoes of the joint. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that first joint we like to ask is, what is the best dish or meal that you prepare?
2: I don't know, man. So I looked at that question, right? Uh-huh. And that's, uh, people like, all oh, right, man, what's, like, what's your specialty? Like, I don't know. But just for conversation, for backup, mm-hmm. I can cook. Right. And I, like, I don't want to rock and cook. Like, I can prepare. Hey, man,
1: shoot your shot. Tell almost, them people you can burn it down. There, there,
2: there's not a lot of food items that I do not know how to prepare well, mm-hmm. so that's just because I care about this shit. Like, I'm not just like, ah, oh, man, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I, I do this and I've been doing this for two years. Like, nah, this is what I do. Right. right my right livelihood, right. my hobby, like, this is what I do. Okay. So that's that, right? Okay. But if I, could, if I had to pick a thing, it'd be grits. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think grits, stone ground grits, are the quintessential southern ingredient. And mm-hmm. I don't really think, like, people talk about it enough for one. Right. Um, and then for two, like, I think it represents who I am as a chef, right? Like uh, you, the grits are great, mm-hmm. um, we take the time, we make a stock to cook the grits in, um, and we cook the grits for like an hour and a half, two hours, so like wow. it's a really, really you know a really, really good grain of corn, yeah, we take the time to make some to take the time to cook a thing yeah, yeah,, like most people don't spend that much time thinking about something most time most people don't spend that much time with such a humble ingredient like grits, yeah. it's very important for me as a black southern chef to say, I'm gonna cook grits, yeah. <laughs> And they're going to be the best hey, man, you're ever speaking had. to a
3: nice southern boy over here, man. Time, nice South Carolina boy,
2: yeah. I I gotta, we ain't got to put lost on everything. We ain't got to put scallops on anything. That's right. easy, right? right? I'm trying to do something to where it's something that you've had before multiple times, but in it, in it, I wanted to bring you to grandma's table. I wanted to bring you to mama's table. I wanted to bring you to seven year old you eating breakfast in the morning, yeah, talk right to for it. cartoons. You feel me? Like, yeah. It's grits. So yeah. like if 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 I got to pick a dish, it's grits. Oh. oh all,
1: right, dope, all right. All right. All right.
0: Can dope. I can I take a second? Yes, yeah. sir. Please, please cuz I got
1: I got to follow up to that, but I was going to do it later, but if you're going to take it off the fam. rails, yeah, I'm no, right no, with no, you. Fam. fam
0: Let me tell you something. Yeah. The first time I had the grits, I had the catfish joint at Leah Louise, okay? Yeah. And I had the grits. Yeah. yeah. Yo, straight up, I was like, yo, I got to step my grit game up. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real Because I make shrimp and grits And my kids think I'm like Freaking no, They yeah. think I'm Chef Greg yeah, right. When you're I right. make my shrimp wow. and grits yeah, You ain't right, yeah, the guy But I use five minute Quaker Oats joints Nope yeah, no. <laughs> You know what I'm saying
2: Oh, he's now leaving the
0: building <laughs> No, no, no He is leaving I the building
2: We're going to talk some shit today However <laughs> <laughs> what, what i go not going to do what I, what, I, what I try not to do And this is older What we not going right? to do young, young me as a chef was like Man, that shit is trash Five minute Quaker grits Don't do that shit <laughs> You, old to me is like, you know what? Like, you can make five minute crack of grits. You just need to figure out how you're going to put your own love into it. Right. Like, what do you do? Like, if you just go water and call it and rush and, like, take your time nah. with it. Maybe put some herbs in there. Maybe use a stock versus water. Like, it don't matter what you're cooking. If you're taking your time and you're putting that love into it, like, y'all know, again, I'm going to bring up grandmas all day. Mm-hmm. Black right. women in the South are the key to life. Thank you. Thank you. So, That's a bar. Thank so you. So, like, <laughs> Bars. Thank you. It, you knew she was taking time because. Yeah. She was telling you to get the fuck out the kitchen. Get but watch out, who, <laughs> Right, exactly. I'm not, just, I'm not in here mocking and sweeping. Nah, like, I'm in here working. I'm putting in work to make this food good for y'all, and I'm trying to get love to it. So it don't matter whether it's five minutes or an hour and a half. Yeah. As long as you put love in it, it's going to be at least good. So let's
1: baby step them, That's right? That's a bar, let's, let's baby step people out there who ain't up on their grit game, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, who haven't, haven't
1: taken the time yeah, to understand uh, yeah. how to I'm over here with mm-hmm. training wheels, man. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. So, go so a lot of people approach it from different lenses, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see the chefs out there who soak them overnight yeah. to, before they start cooking. Yeah. You see the chefs like yourself who do a stock, uh-huh. right? Whatever, whatever that could be. They could do the stock from, like, say, corn corn cobs or something like that yeah. to give it more of that corn flavor. Yeah. Yeah. They could do a chicken stock, vegetable stock, however yeah. they want to keep it. Yeah. What do you recommend for somebody to do it right from the job? Oh, man. It's, so what do we say? Oh, Okay. So this this is a master class. This is your opportunity to speak to somebody who's out there fucking up at like, the with quick grits.
2: Y'all at the crib. Y'all <laughs> the cooking grits. There are uh, you can. I ain't even gonna. You ain't gonna do the whole ordering in grits from this place and yada yada yada. There are those things and those are great. Mm-hmm. You go to the store. Harris Teeter got them. Publix got them. There are local. Stone ground grits yes. that take like 30 to 45 minutes to cook. Yep. So that's one. Get you a good grit, like mm-hmm. a good corn grit. You can get the white or the yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow is sweeter, and they're always softer. White is a more starchy, and they always have more texture. Mm. We mix them because we like both. Yeah. We like the starchiness, and we like the sweetness, right? So that's But anyway, at home, pick yours, and then stick with it, right? Decide what you're using the grits for, like shrimp and grits. Um, clam juice. Mm. It's dope, right? Because you're using seafood. So like if you are making shrimp and grits, it makes sense to flavor your grits with something that's gonna accentuate whatever the dish. Are you writing right. this down? This is a cheat code. This uh, is a cheat code. If you're doing like you might do uh like chicken ball, you from South Carolina, right? Yeah, yes sir. This is gonna be blasphemy. I don't want nobody to cuss me out. I'm not from South Carolina. I'm not Carolina, going back and forth with you on this. I'm not gonna this. I don't i He's from Memphis. He's yeah. sticking to his back and I ain't gonna try to anyway. So like if you make chicken bog, right? Chicken bog is a classic one pot dish and it's made with rice. Mm-hmm. If you take the rice out of chicken bog, right? Yeah. You do everything else, all the seasonings, all the braising. And then you make grits with chicken stock and put that chicken bog base with the stewed meat and the tomatoes and the onions and the meal stuff you're doing. Yeah. Put the chicken bog on top of grits. Now, nobody's going to, like, you going to get- Mama! You know, They're going to cuss you out, though. Uh, They're yeah. going to say, bring my plate. No goddamn chicken bog. Boy, you go to New Charlie and do this little uh, up the negro shit. <laughs> They're not going to have it. It's going to be a problem. Right. However- Until they taste it. Right. It's you. It, it's not, yeah. I'm not trying to, and and that's what we do, right? That's what I do. Yeah, that's I why grew up I on cooking. chicken
3: bog, man, with rice, man. That's how I grew so, up like, on that, yeah. It's
2: something that you used to, like jambalaya, right? Oh, jambalaya yeah. is a rice dish. Right. If you take that same dish and maybe do- uh Smoke, uh, Smoked ham hock stock, right? Same dish, right? Jambalaya, Ooh. make the whole thing with the sausage and yada, yada, yada.
3: Yeah.
2: What I'm trying to do is try to find what I'm going to do, how I'm going to take the time to make a dish more what I want it to be Right. versus saying that this is a classic iteration of whatever it is. Ah. I know how to do all the recipes. Yes, And first. also, like, I had to learn them so I could say, fuck them. Right, I got you. I, I can't do it if I don't know, yeah, nah, no, how, you know I move how I need to move, you know what I mean? You, can, yeah.
0: you can't break the rules if you don't know the rules. For Thank sure. you, and yeah. that's, there a, you go.
2: that's a
1: bar. I mean, yeah. we were talking about that coming down here about yeah. how, how he comes up with a dish and how he envisions that, right? That's a bar. We're going to get into that. That's, yep. that's dope. I'm going to cool. circle back to that great question. Yeah, I got, I got th- it. Stick a pin in that. Word. So the second joint is... <laughs> damn, that's a bar. I, I'm, I'm shook right now. I yeah, know. What is a meal that you eat where you get home or on the mouth? And we came up with the mouth this season. Like, we say, you know, of course, bourbon's got a palate and nose, uh-huh. but we also say it has an ear. So, musically yeah. or movie, something it brings to mind. But this season is the mouth. Right. What is that for you? Takes you back home,
3: man. Like, something takes you
2: back home. Damn, dog. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ribs. Ribs? Ribs. Um, okay, two things. Specifically... Uh. My dad's ribs, because I can't get ribs like Memphis style ribs with a dry rub, right? Mm-hmm. Everywhere. It's dry rub plus sauce. Like, is there's right. a dry rub component to it? Right. And then in the Carolinas too, bro. Again, I don't want nobody to be beefing with me. Hey, I'm man, just you, saying what I'm saying. How yeah, I feel you feel about this that's shit. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first time I came to the Carolinas, the first time I had whole hog barbecue, and my first arrogant thought was, more hunters more animals. <laughs> like, break it break it down. Like, what the ribs said What uh sausages are? What a. So, but that's me just, <laughs> just coming from Memphis not really understanding the culture and paying yeah, homage to, to the ancestors, Yeah, going to a pig picking, right? right? Pig uh, picking, you have the whole hog on there. And I ain't going to say who cooked the pig at the first pig picking That was it. Yeah. However, it wasn't a country on the farm, all the folks come over, do their thing, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So the first time I went to a pig picking, like traditional style pig picking, I was like, oh.
1: This is what I've been missing. Oh, I get it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm
2: saying? I, this this makes perfect sense. And then I learned the history about it. Then right. I understood it like this is how they cooked barbecue in the first place. I was like, oh shit, like, all right, cool, baby, baby. But it ain't, I still need ribs, right? Yeah. So my pops just came down, he brought us four slabs of ribs. How that normally happens is my wife eats three of them and (laughs) she allows me to eat a couple of bones off each (laughs) slab. Um because, I mean, and, and the crazy part about it is, and, that's what, and I, this is a random thing. Love, I, love is undefeated. I appreciate how my father shows his love because he makes sure to let me know that those are not my ribs.
1: Yeah, they
3: they're right. right. He's not going to
2: say he love my wife. He's not going to say, oh, man, I love Sabrina. But he's going to yeah. say, hey, look now. Yeah. I brought some ribs for Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. You can check and see if she's going to give you some. I don't know about that. Right, yeah. But they in there. So for me, ribs is one yeah. for sure. Yeah. The yeah. other is rag baloney. Um, red red bologna, rag bologna, rag bologna. What rag, is that? Rag bologna is literally what it sounds like. So you make beef, beef bologna, pork bologna, however you make bologna, right? It's an emulsified sausage. Rag bologna is that same exact emulsified sausage. It's um not as fine as regular bologna, uh-huh. and it is dried like country ham in a rag. Oh, okay. sometimes a
1: sock. Oh, gotcha, you, gotcha, you,
2: gotcha. You. Okay. So like. Back in the day, obviously Never heard of it. soccer, whatever, and they hang it up and yeah. just, like a smokehouse. Yeah, like not yeah. even a smokehouse because it's not smoke. it's like uh, just like a curing house, like country ham. Okay, country hams can be done in a smokehouse, but like traditional, traditional, it's salted and it's a wooden farm whatever, and it's. Whatever the humidity is is whatever humidity is. However yeah. cold it gets is however cold it gets and they just let the country hang rock. Yeah. And it's just salt and they just keep putting salt on it. Country, uh, rag bologna is similar. You put the salt inside and everything else in the pink salt and you just hang it up in the rag so it dries like that. Um, it's not as, lunch meaty is not the word I'm looking for but that's why I feel like it is. Like it's not lunch meaty. It ain't a cute cold cut sandwich. It's, like, it's dense and... So is it like uh, the consistency of like a head cheese or like a... No, 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 that's sauce. Like, so sauce is another uh, okay. thing. We'll talk about that later too. But rag bologna is a thing because me and my pops and my mom's just go to this store called Snappy Sacker. Snappy Sacker was a store right across the uh, railroad tracks. And if you know, like, wherever you live, once you cross the railroad tracks, it becomes a different thing. So <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. it might get more hood. It might <laughs> yeah. get nicer. Yeah. Board, it bro. might be like 100 hey, facts. This hood and this hood are the, yes side, are the same type of hood, but, yeah. but you really should be on the other side of the railroad. So it was that. Like it was. what's <laughs> your backup. Once you cross the railroad tracks from Whitehaven, you were now in Westwood. Got you. Mm-hmm. Westwood is not Whitehaven, and we, it ain't no problem <laughs> like that. But it's just not Whitehaven. <laughs> so we used to go to Snappy Sacker, Man, like get motherfucking twenty-five cent Fagos. Uh, Freeze pops Like all the things Hot chips Sour pickles all, Like all the cool things Right But I remember Always going to get Like two pounds of rag bologna, Two pounds of Hoop cheese And a box of Saltine crackers Okay And that was the thing Right Like I like Yo this is country Like I'm, I'm, bro, I'm really Really country Like wanna Tell you, like No no
1: that's But that's the Foundation though right yeah,
2: That's, that's like- where your Love of
1: like I guess your love of food came from. You knew what you wanted, you knew the flavors you was looking for, right? Bro, like,
2: I'm always trying to, when I'm thinking about food and I'm thinking about making dishes and we're thinking about putting things together, I'm always trying to evoke something. I'm never trying to evoke shock. Like, mm-hmm. there are some chefs that do that. I get it, but like, bro, I want you to like this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to be in here like, oh my God, I would have never put uh, asbestos on this dish. Right? <laughs> I, like, Oh, wow, now you got fucking lead poisoning. Look, look at what I did as a cook. So I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, The goal is to make delicious food, and I'm right. trying yeah. to, especially with Southern food, Like at some point, every single person below the Mason-Dixon line, I don't care what you are, right? Especially white people in the South, right? sooner or later when you back up their remembrances of Southern food, it's going to come from a black woman.
1: Mm-hmm. True story.
2: Our food is the same way. It's going to come from a black woman. So yeah. at the end of the day, when we cook cooking Southern food, I'm trying to evoke that. I'm trying to make you eat the Mud Island dish, right, and be like, oh shit. Like, oh, like You might not know what the, it might be the uh, candy peppers on the dish. It might be the rice grits on the dish. It might right. be the Cajun seasoning on the uh, grilled fish. It might be the uh, So the sauce on the dish, we make a, a gravy base, a brown roux okra base, uh, gumbo base is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we make the base. We don't put the okra and all that stuff in, but we make the Trinity and all that, and then we do a smoked catfish stock. So that dish is called the Mud Island because it's a island in Memphis that is um, like a history museum, and it's Mud Island. It's one of the first places that uh, slaves that came through uh, the Mississippi River came into. it's a lot of uh, knowledge there. That's a, like so. I wanted to honor where we came from, but I also wanted to honor that whole conversation. Right, that dish is New Orleans to Memphis. Okay, in a nutshell, it's rice grits. If you know Arkansas on the river has the largest rice culture in America. Okay, most people don't know that Mississippi. Yeah, because I thought it was about you know be Charleston. Not nah, like so. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I y'all prefer- heard of rice land. Y'all ain't rice yeah, rice land. Rice land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Arkansas. Uh, got I'm gonna you. tell you it's crazy. Catfish, the largest producer of catfish is Mississippi. Is it like the state of Mississippi? Oh wow. It was it was one of the first kind of bastions of, well now nah, I'm not gonna say indentured servitude, but like once we kinda you can got say out it. Of that, it happened, it happened. But, it, but I, I don't think it was catfish was did it, so I don't wanna, you know, historians be on the line like what, huh, what who? What? No, no, no. So but they will it's, come it, at you now. They will come back. It's come, come at awful you. factories where boss boss hauled uh run the factory, his son running later, his son running later, his son running later. Gotcha. And then on the same side you got a cat that's been doing the uh butchering. His son, his son, his son, his son, all the way down to like maybe 30 years out of slavery, work at the same factory Ooh. or the same family. On some um queen sugar shit. Y'all seen Queen Sugar?
0: Yeah. A oh yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah on yeah, yeah, some yeah, of that out there. Yeah. Type yeah, thing. yeah.
2: Uh, so then you got the Cajun seasoning. Obviously we know where Cajun seasoning comes from. That's New Orleans. So in one single dish and you got pickle field peas. And you got smoked fish stock. So in one dish, you got uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, you got Arkansas, you got Mississippi, and you got Memphis with the smoke in one single dish. And then the only thing that's me on that dish is the pickle field peas. And, and what's crazy about the pickle field peas, a chef here, Mark Jackson, that's my guy. He's one of the Charlotte OGs, right? He did pickled uh, black-eyed peas yeah, yeah, yeah. like 12 years ago, and I was like... What made you do pickle black eyed peas? He was like, oh, I just need some pop and some acid. And for him, that it was that that was really simple for him. And this is 12 years ago. I staged there for a job.
1: That's that's what gets me about, that's what gets me about the way you compose a dish, the yeah. way you compose a plate, the way you put those flavors together, sweet, salty, the pickled, you yeah. know, that that sharpness. How the fuck do you do that? Like, do you say, okay, you taste a dish, y'all it's taste a dish collectively? Yeah. And you say, oh, it needs this pop of acid.
2: It's supposed to go. Like, I know, I figured out. In 2016, we, that was our first Soul food Session dinner, right? Okay. It happened right Yeah, that was that was the pop-up you guys same used. Same month uh Keith Lamont Scott got murdered, right? It's like the mm-hmm. same and they was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Y'all did that for It was like, nah, like the date just happened, right? Mm-hmm. But the energy of uh revolution was kind of there because it was all black chefs doing the dinner. And that and it was crazy to say that never happened in Charlotte before. People was like, no. What are they? What are they, why are they doing that? We had right. those people, then we had some people was like, yo man, it's crazy. Then we had like the chef community, which was the craziest part was like, yo man, y'all should do this. Mm-hmm. Like it should be like, y'all should have, like this is amazing, keep pushing through. So at that dinner, I figured out my flavor profile is sweet, salt, smoke, and acid. But what That's I really dope. figured out though is my flavor profile is Memphis barbecue. That's what it is. Like Every single Memphis barbecue dish has those elements. Um, if you got um, rib tips, like you smoke them and it's a dry rub, right? And it's obviously salt in the dry rub, but it's sweet in the dry rub too. Mm-hmm. And usually there's like a mop sauce that's really high acidity.
1: Mm hmm. Vinegar, but, yeah.
2: It's always vinegar, right? Um, then when I went to culinary school, it was vinegar turned into lemon and all these other things, and sweet turned into all these things, right? But it still was me trying to find who I am as a, as a black Southern chef from Memphis. What does that look like? How does that feel? Barbecue is the easy answer But the real answer is The flavors about the barbecue The palate of barbecue Summertime When you eat eating barbecue And you got a little bit of sauce And a little bit of slaw And a little bit of meat You know about it uh, yes. Whole hog right Yes sir The bite is yes, The mop sir. sauce A little bit of the uh, skin A little bit of the fat A little bit of the meat And some slaw
1: That perfect
3: bite That's oh, that bite. Slow, You not need the man. bread or nothing no, My bite. man over here doesn't like slaw Nah I eat
1: He doesn't eat that cold Same people
0: eat slaw Eat at Arby's <laughs>
1: i <laughs> <laughs> be mad empty. <laughs> yeah, slaw is my yo, staple, dog. Slaw is my staple. RV, bro. Let's get that final question so we yeah, can man, dig deeper hey, into dude, this, man. We, this this hey, is great. Man. We haven't even gotten it. You coming, know what I'm
2: saying? This I'm telling you, man. Man. I, man, listen. I'm
1: we, coming so, to get a job
2: doing this house in a minute. You saying <laughs> yeah, this, this is dope? That, you get your head kicked on a Friday, you gonna walk no, out like? Bro, what happened that podcast talking to the door. What's going on, bro?
1: <laughs> chef, chef, my hands hurt. I'll be making, bro. I really roll. need
3: you here, I need you here. It's a real thing. That that's podcast dope. talking out the door. <laughs> that podcast
2: talking. Like, my hands hurt. <laughs> Damn, my skin peeling. Ooh, that's,
1: that's lotion. Yo, yeah, he going these so, though So the final joint is like, we believe that bourbon is the main course. But if you're going to eat a meal with bourbon, what's your preference for food type? So I mean, you said ribs man. would be a joint, but is there like a second follow-up?
2: For bourbon, man. Like, bourbon always puts me in the mind of corn. Corn puts me in the mind of summertime. Ooh. Um, Summertime usually puts me in the mind of something grilled. I'm going to tell you, though, what I, what, what can't, I can't escape, I don't want to say it, but it makes perfect sense. Like grilled peaches. I'm, I'm allergic to peach fuzz, which is weird. <laughs> That is uh, weird. It's re- I, and, and strawberries. I have no idea. I was told it's so a chemical. So
0: puberty was tough on you.
2: Nah, shit. <laughs> I just had to watch motherfuckers eat that shit. Like, you dang, me, that, dude. that juice dripping off your lips looks good,
0: little bad. Oh, I can't eat
2: it. I can't eat it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I like juice.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: I feel like we are on the camera on the mace joint right now, And I want to pause you, but. I'm not sure what land we need. Uh, but like, I, I, I like, some people hate grilled, some people hate hot fruit. <laughs> see? <laughs> see that. <laughs> All right, let's get out of this.
1: No, it's good. But it's good with some ice cream.
2: Grill, see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> grill peaches. Grill peaches because the sweetness is there, the tartness is there um and we always salt them right in the char like if you charm it's all it's the whole bite again it's that flavor profile it's like we had really good nectarines in 2020. Wow. like if you ask any chef one of the best nectarine stone fruit seasons we've ever had in charlotte and we just was taking nectarines um and salting them and putting them on like our flat top like so our flat top we use it's a french top it gets stupid hot we're just taking them
1: for, for a lot of people who don't know what a French top is, you got to explain that. All
2: right, boom. So a French top is, so if you have a, a six burner, a stove, right? A French top is kind of like a stove, except there are no eyes. There's one big eye in the middle and a, a piece of metal over the top of it. Yeah, It's right?
1: all like stainless
0: steel. Yeah. So
2: the heat emanates from the middle, and it gets cooler as you go out, which means I can start something in the
0: middle and move a pan on the outside without yeah. having to touch it. Yeah. All um, right, all right. I'm going to say something. Yeah. Every black house needs that. Because cause, cause we only got One eye to work anyway You know what
2: I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Man that motherfucker <laughs> gets so hot
0: <laughs> But we make miracles With that one eye Don't we Don't we Alright so Girl, I like to play All
2: four of my eyes Working my eyes. I'm not I'm <laughs> not gonna endure it. Yeah, you never have him In the house With the one burner and shit <laughs> No, nah, but like I think uh, I think grilled peaches Man because grilled peaches Speak to summertime And for a lot of people Brevin doesn't speak To summertime But for me it does For sure Like it I like Oh bourbon on ice outside. Uh, I don't smoke cigars no more, but like smoking cigars in the lawn chair with the fellas. Yeah. That was the guy. I, f- I, made I
1: forgot. It. I made some. Uh, I made some gummies, some Manhattan gummies.
2: Oh, word. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: these are these are Manhattan cocktails that I turned into gummy. So oh. check those out. Be a little careful though. I mean,
0: that's what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. take you taste one and then you, you see one. how. And right there's how it only
0: bourbon in these. It's, it's, a, it's, a oh, right. okay. it's a straight up Manhattan. Oh, straight up Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah, word. Try, that. try no, that. No, I smell it. Me so it. anyway, so, me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's not that strong. It's just, you know, you smell a little bit on the nose, you know what I mean? If you oh, like I that. that though. Yeah, I'll, sh- mm-hmm. I'll share that recipe with you if you like that. So anyway, as as we move on into it. Is that uh, all that's
2: in these gummies now? We don't need no problem. Just problems. Manhattan, no problem. No problem. <laughs> nah. ain't, 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 ain't no, ain't no problem. Dog. Nah, no problem. What's a little spice in there too, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just a little
0: bit. Just a little bit.
1: a little bit. It's a it's a little rye in that joint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's
0: not bad, actually. No. I'm, I'm
1: so that. so as we mm. move as we move into the meat and potatoes, oh, yeah. as my cousin mm-hmm. liked to say. Mm-hmm. So tell the people and us more about um, the concept of, behind Lee and Louise. We know it's a, a tribute to the two most important people in your life. Bet, bet, bet. Um, but can you tell the people a little bit more about the vision and the catalyst for the restaurant?
2: So Lee and Louise started as a conversation we were having with Camp North End. Um, We uh, Camp North End is a development area. Probably should know about it, right? Uh, it's on the edge of uptown, But we worldwide, fam. wide so north side. So It's in Charlotte. North side oh, yeah. of Charlotte. Yeah, it's yeah, in you, Charlotte, got, you got to tell people outside. side of Charlotte. Uh of Charlotte. And it's a uh, it's a new development. It's weird. It's like a lot of developments, right? It's in the middle of the hood, um, and the seventy five yeah. acres of that they're developing and putting all these not in the middle of the hood things in the middle of the hood. So, um, like, we wanted to make it a point to go over there, right? And we was having first conversations. The first conversations was like, "Hey, man, like, we need like a lunch dinner spot." And um, me and Sabrina, Sabrina, my wife, was the only one to do breakfast, and I was like, "Yo, we can't do breakfast." At the time, I was working at Lofton Cellar, which is a restaurant that at the time was owned by a brother in Uptown. So I was the chef there, uh, consulting, and he was the owner. Never happened before in Charlotte. Black owner, black chef, right? So it was a big thing to be doing that. While there, I got my first James Beard nomination. So The first You hear that stunt mm-hmm. the,
1: the first, ah, yeah. the, first. Yeah. The, first. And now, the first Now, now
0: let's,
2: let's date that What year is that 18
1: 2018. 18 okay Wow okay So so my cousin That's had a recently. question Like a lot of people don't know Like right. outside the food industry And in the chef world Don't know right. what a James Beard is Or how the importance it's, behind it. It's that. Chef
2: Oscars It's yeah. the Oscars chef right. it, every, it, Everything that you can think of That happens with the Oscars It happens with the beard Yeah Um it, for a long time It was like Oh man Why ain't no black people winning Right Now it's more black people winning But it's still not enough And they just had An indigenous chef win
1: From, from up in last Rhode chef, Island uh, Yeah yeah. And, chef. Yeah, um, yeah
0: and I heard Chris Rock Got slapped at the At the last no, <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in there
2: That we're gonna talk about later But because <laughs> I have to be uh, A bit Politically correct I won't say, <laughs> say Who sorry, I think I won't say Who I think Chris Rocky Is in the, <laughs> the James boot <Blue> Wars um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so like, we were talking and they was like, man, man, can y'all do a soul food spot, right? And I, I, I mean, no offense to anybody. But I don't do soul food. Um, there are people who've been doing soul food for tens and 20, uh, yeah. 20 30 years and they do it well. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a slap in the face more to them to say what well, we do is soul food than it is to me as a cook. You can say whatever you want to say about my food. I really don't care. Like, but, you know, you can get it or you don't. Mm-hmm. So, they was like, you want to do so it We was like, nah. So, Serena and I was thinking about um, a neighborhood restaurant, which led us to a neighborhood bistro. Um, Excuse me. So, from neighborhood bistro, we was like, okay, so a neighborhood bistro is yada, yada, yada. Neighborhood restaurant, the owner's there, the, uh, the owner's the host, the owner's the cook, there's wine, there's cocktails, yada, yada, yada. That led us to what we thought a neighborhood restaurant was for black people. Mm-hmm. That took us to black people in the South, and we was like, yo what is a neighborhood restaurant? And my wife was like, a juke joint. Um, yep. 100%. And I was like, damn. Like, a juke joint <laughs> is the only neighborhood yes, restaurant man. we had at the time. I and mean, it could go by many names, right? right. But a juke joint is like the place. It's music and it's booze and it's a uh, fellowship. Mm-hmm. That was what we wanted for the restaurant, right? And when we open restaurants and we, we do whatever, we try to center them in us and our culture because we believe that People who's supposed to come, gonna come no matter what the rest of whatever. It's black right. people who ain't gonna get it and be like, man, I don't get it. It don't make no sense. And they're not gonna come. It's just like white people. But we try to center things in us so hopefully people like us will like the space and want to come in the space and enjoy the music and everything else. Yeah. Um, so once we got to a juke joint, I, for, once my sister, my sister passed in 2014, my granny passed in 2011. So when my sister passed, I said I really wanted to open a restaurant and her namesake. She wanted to bake. So mm-hmm. we haven't got to that part yet, but... I was like, I want to do it. And Leah and Luis, once Sabrina said juk Joint, I was like, yo, Leah and Luis is like, like I, don't, yeah. I can't think of a better name yeah. for it. 100%. A phenomenal name. Like, it's thousand like, percent. oh, oh thousand that's, percent. that's for sure, Juk-Joy. And then once we get the story together, my sister Leah was non-recipe following. Like, she knew how to make biscuits. She know the recipe. She's like, you know what I mean? Add flour, or take out salt, or add salt, or add sugar, or add this, or add this spice, or whatever. My granny was not. It was, this is the recipe. <laughs> so what if you don't? Well, you don't make it. Like, so what if we don't got this? Or what if we don't got that? We make something it. else. Like, get you out, make another. Get thing. out my kitchen! <laughs> right. I'm not in here hanging out. Like I'm cooking. Uh So I'm in the middle. Right. I'm very traditional in like the grits. Yeah. I don't let anybody make the grits in our restaurants differently than we make the grits in our restaurant. Yeah. However, we got a sweet potato grits that was on the menu. We got a smoked tomato grits we've done. We've done a a green onion grits to kind of pay homage to, uh, like, salsa verde and, like, chili verde because I was in Arizona for a while. Dope. So we do these things, but, like, the goal has always been to try to figure out what the traditional thing is and then try to figure out how to make it behind as a chef um and that's what Leah Luis is right Leah Luis is the joint wanted to create a black neighborhood uh, restaurant and that's what resonated i think the loudest the food is what we talked about earlier smoke salt sweet acid um right now i have an extremely talented chef chef Courtney. she's been with us since day 1 she's the chef of the restaurant um so like she's kind of developing her flavors or whatever so she kind of pulls from different places mm-hmm. it might be a little bit of asia and a little bit of west africa a little bit of the south and a little bit of uh, thailand so it just it just kind of depends, but we're still always looking at smoke, salt, sweet acid. That's yeah. the flavor profile. That's what we're pulling from. Um, when we come up with dishes, it's usually like what's local, what's seasonal. we don't do stuff with tomatoes when tomato season ain't going on. we don't do stuff with corn when corn season's not going on. Um, and then I think the rest of it is just like saying what? how do we make really, really, really phenomenal food in a super laid-back environment? And I think that's what Lee and Luis is in a nutshell. Yo, know, facts. And, and
1: I almost burnt my kitchen down trying to do that cabbage dish I'll do. So I just wanna just give me that one. I just wanna put that out there because I was looking for that joint everywhere today, all day. I found a few, but I was like, I'm gonna talk to talk to them tonight. I'll find out off of air how it goes down, cause that mm-hmm. joint looks phenomenal. Super Such- dope. Oh. Oh
2: my God,
0: ridiculous take, take us back to the beginning though mm-hmm. Like how did you even get into The beginning into, like, the beginning? Like, no, 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 not from birth fam All right I was like I man, ever, ever? Ever? Hey, It
2: was so crazy when I came And I saw the light in the hospital <laughs> White man in
3: <laughs>
2: slap, <laughs> slap you on the butt Slap me on With the butt
3: When I hit the world Exactly it's so Then bad. I want to start making grits <laughs>
0: So crazy All I want to do is cook grits For the rest of my life my G. For the rest of my life <laughs> But take us back to, like, how did you get into cooking, right? Because I, I, I would imagine, like, you know, we're all young black men. Mm-hmm. And where I grew up, I mean, you know, I didn't grow up thinking about even cooking. Right. Right? So how did that even translate for you? Uh, I fell
2: into it, man. Like, you know, now I can say this. I didn't know it at the time. But I found the thing that I liked doing that was also going to pay me. True story, right? That's dope. Mm, I, yeah. I went to college for sure. Like I went to college, and again, like, like I where was about, college? Uh, <laughs> a couple of places. <laughs> so join <laughs> the club, fam. Join the club. Let me let me uh, stunt for a minute. So I so I made a uh, I had a thirty one on the ACT. Uh, okay. If you remember, like you know, the highest you can get is a thirty six. Like so, I was re- school tests and classes was re- was really easy. I just didn't like homework. Uh, <laughs> I bet one of my teachers that I didn't have to do any homework. He was like, "Well, you gonna fail the class?" I was like, "Well, it matter. I'm gonna pass the AP test." Right. I passed the AP <laughs> test and I failed this class. I, I feel like that was a big thing, but now I realize how stupid that was. <laughs> I just did like half of the homework and pass <laughs> the class. You, he us, you proved your point. <laughs> I proved my point, but it was like point. It was dumb. Like, why would I fail? I could have mm-hmm. passed. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so like, I went to I had a full scholarship to uh, University of Tennessee at Knoxville. Right, I went to UT Knoxville and. I wasn't in Memphis, right? I'm not at home, but there's so many Memphis people out there. But the thing that really got me about college was like how easy it was to get girls. Smash. Like, I was, it was, it was, I was, I was cool in high school, right? I don't wanna say I act like I was a player or nothing, like that. I was cool, right? <laughs> I was funny. I dressed decent, you know what I mean? Uh, and I but I was funny, right? And I was tall, right? So I was cool. I had it.
1: Hey no, uh, don't don't incriminate oh, yourself tall. on this joint.
2: Oh no, she know. Okay,
1: okay, cool, go ahead. Let, let, it, how,
2: let, let it ride. She, she already know what <laughs> it is. Yeah, she, she, she. I'll tell y'all how she know what it is and why we like anyway. Uh, but like, so when I went to college, I had a girlfriend at the time, but like it was like a fresh girlfriend and like, bro, like it was I stayed in a co-ed hall. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I yeah. Right? Like, you know, they, we did not have to dig. I stayed in the Cohen Hall. And, like, Game we over. was going to the club five minutes away from the Cohen Hall. And then we was doing all the illegal drinking that you do in college. So, that like, was like, I right. was like, yo, now I'm finna go back to the room. And they was like, nah, I'm coming. And I was like, for what? And he was like, for what? <laughs> to get them grits. And I was like, <laughs> to give them grits is what's happening. Uh, see, now y'all trying to give me trouble. <laughs> But, like, it was just, it was, it did it because it was college, like, everybody want to do the same thing, y'all want to kick you, we yeah, all want to hang, We all want to so yeah, it that's wasn't the like- the only thing, man, the, the, yeah, in college, man. The, the pretty hey, we're girls the same wasn't thing. like, nah, they was like, yeah, what's up? I was like, y'all, for real, you? So in my mind, I'm thinking, <laughs> not you, for real, like, you like, I'm looking at these girls, and I'm like, nah, man, like- you know, you really, <laughs> and, and and it was like, and I would be sitting there like, like you know what I'm saying. And the next day, he'd be like, yo. So my nickname is Lucky, hundred um, percent. So like, so they'd be like, hey, yo, Lucky, what you doing tonight? I'm like, shit, what you doing tonight? Like, it, so so, it, and then I was good at school too. So that that notion that both of us as sexual beings wanted the same thing threw me for a loop because I was spending way too much time with that, right? That notion that nobody was going to make me go to class, threw me for a loop. The notion that, man, I could go and play basketball all day (laughs) and nobody's going to say, get back to class, Mr. Carl. I'm not going to hear it one time. So, like, all these college things that are not college things got me. And then, like, I was going to class. We were smoking, doing whatever, and I was hanging with all these people, and it was the girls, and it was so... I flunked out, straight out, right? Yeah, I
3: yeah, about wow. to say, that wasn't a recipe for success. That wasn't a recipe for, well, it depends on how you grade success. You
1: went, be clear. Right, what, right, right. What, I mean, a, what well, a time well,
3: to be alive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, being in class <laughs> and staying in school is what I'm saying. Oh, man, I had a blast. Yeah, I'm sure, right. I'm telling you. so <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably some of your best memories of your your uh, college days. Yeah,
2: college was wild. Yeah. Uh, so, I went to UT, and I came back home. Right, I'm, I'm, I go to the University of Memphis. And I'm in the University of Memphis. I'm like, I got to get my shit together. I'm uh, going to class. I go to summer school. I give me a gig. I'm focused. Um, you know, and I'm doing my thing. And then, like, you know, regular... So summer school is cool. Then winter happens, so it's cold. So we are not doing nothing. And then, like, spring semester happens. They coming out spreading them wings. Whew. So spring semester happens. And I'm on campus. And I live in the <laughs> apartments. And I got a good job. And, like, it's like, yo, bro, like, this all over again? Like, I got to... I need to do something. So anyway, I I flunk out again, right? Uh, So now, um, 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 I'm, so now I'm on campus, staying illegally, uh, living in the other dead ass. I'm telling you, it's just real. (laughs) Um, um, Hey, hey, this ain't one of my favorites. (laughs) So, you know, uh, like, uh, so now, uh, you know, I'm staying in the apartment, there's four different rooms. One of the rooms is vacant because one of the rooms has ghosts, so I'm sleeping in the room, like, just fucking, it's the worst. Uh, So, I do that for a while, and then I get to a place where I—they I, go find out we get kicked. We get kicked out. So now life is happening. Now I'm like, bro, I, I'm smoking weed all the time. I, I, I'm too dumb to know how to pass a drug test, so I'm just like not working. And they get to a point to where like life is tough. Mm-hmm. Now, now the cats that I was smoking with in the summertime ain't cool. With this, cause this spring semester they gotta go to class. They like, bro, you gotta get your life together, bro. You gotta get out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't sleep in my grandma's house because I'm coming in smelling like weed at all times of night trying to run girls through there. So now I gotta get out, so I really ain't got no place to go. Um uh, my grandma still let me stay there, but it's like it was like one of them contentious. Every time I walk in the house, it's Yo, you got some money, you got a job, boom, boom. Yeah, you, man. You going, going to church? Yeah, you going to church? You yeah. going to church? You got, you got to do something. You can't just yeah. be in the house. Yeah, anymore, yeah, so, yeah, so exactly. anyway, like one of my homeboys. You was, supposed uh, to be grown. You supposed to be something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got problems on my own. Right. I thought you were hitting us with the sealer. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. But like, so like, uh, I used to go to this hot wings spot. My, my, my one of my best friends, Joshua Williams, his dad owns a spot. Dad owns a spot called Chains. Chains Hot Wings. And it was like two blocks away from my grandma's house. So I just would walk there and I'd be like, oh bro, give us food, whatever. He, and then he got to a point where he was like, bro, you up here three times a day, <laughs> uh, begging for food. You want a job? And I was like, Yeah, can I eat for free? He was like, Yeah. Hey, y'all gonna pay me? He was like, Yeah, i was like, Yeah, well, okay, what, you me me up. <laughs> like, what you want me to do? What you want me to do? He was like, watch this. so I watched this, and then we weren't getting paid much none at the time, but I started out washing dishes, and I'm just, you know, I'm washing dishes. That turned into, like, you know, cutting celery, cutting carrots, pouring dresses in cups, doing, like, small stuff.
0: Now, now, now date that for us. What, what year is that? 2003. 2003, okay. Wow.
2: Uh, yeah, 2003.
0: Nice. So I'm still sleeping couch to
2: couch doing whatever, right? Um, and I slowly find myself moving up in the kitchen. Keep in mind, it's a mom-and-pop joint. It's not... Um, I don't even know. I don't want to call it on the Steakhouses because I hate Steakhouses. We'll get it in there later, too. Um, but it's not a fine dining establishment. It's, it's a, com- a It's a community a, anchor. It's a mom. I don't even know if it's that at the time. It's been open like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's a mom and pop joint with really good wings. I just kept finding myself like people kept getting fired. Yeah, they kept quitting. So it's next man up. So I'm washing dishes and doing the celery and the dressings. Now I'm dropping the wings. I'm not making them yet. I'm not tossing them yet. I'm not doing the seasoning and sausage yet because they don't trust me. Somebody else quit. Somebody else get fired. So as time goes on, it becomes um, my, my my guy Josh, the uh, owner's son, mm-hmm. is up front running the cash register. I'm in the back in the kitchen running the kitchen by myself. Okay. So nobody, we don't got no— Well, it's, it's probably a dishwasher or somebody, but it's not really a dishwasher. It's probably some crackhead that who's washing dishes because, like, <laughs> here go $5. And it's some way outside. some yeah. wings. And some wings yeah. washing dishes. Y'all yeah. know how it is in the hood. Um, so, like, but I, but I found myself— being enthralled with it, like, and I kept working, I kept working, I kept working, I kept working. I'm working the day shift now, working the night shift, working whenever, just working all the time. And, you know, it's so my mom and pop, joined, so they can't really pay me like I'm supposed to be paid. Mm-hmm. So I get another job, and I'm working part-time at the wing spot um, and full-time at the other spot. Um, again, you know, I'm, 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 I ain't going to college, ain't doing nothing else, so let me go ahead and get a second job. So now I got a day job, a night job, and I'm still working part-time at the wing spot on the oh, weekend, right? And my uh, girlfriend at the time, you know what, well, she's crazy, and we had a lot of stuff going on. It was one of the most traumatic li- li- times of my life, right? <laughs> However, she did give me one jewel, even if she didn't mean to. It was, it was purely, you stupid for doing this, but that's not what happened. She said, yo, why are you still working in uh, chains? Like, you don't get paid... None like why you still there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Boom, well, she like the people because they like my family. So they like, why you mess with this crazy ass girl? Right. Uh so it was just one of them, it was contentious anyway, but also like, she had a point. Why why was I working at the place to pay me the lease and I worked the hardest at? And I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know why I'm working at the place. Coincidentally, at the same time, I was uh my homeboy, uh, my Josh's brother get was reading this book about the music industry about Kevin Lyles. And at the end of the book, It's 10 things, it's 10 rules to success. And one of the rules is do what people know you for. Mm. So, and I don't remember any of the rules, other ones. I don't know what number that is, (laughs) but I remember that one, right? And I I quite literally, and he probably didn't mean this, right? But I quite literally called Shorty up. Hey, yo, what's up, man? What you doing? Like, how how we meet? Oh, we met at the high wing spot. Yeah. I go to the barbershop. I'm in there kicking with the barbershop catch. Hey, yo, bro, how we meet? Man, the barbershop i uh, man change chains, man. You know, I wear oh, this. What's up? I go, uh, we hooping. I'm asking the people in the gym, I'm like, bro, how, 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 the hell I start hooping here? i remember oh, mad, bro. We was at chains, man. And I so, said, so. I said, oh shit, it's it's food. Yeah. People know me for food and for cooking. So once the light bulb hit, I was like, okay. Oh, wow. That's
3: so, dope. So, That's I dope. Gotta, so
2: now I got to do this. Like, now this is the thing I got to do, right? Because everything else is it's warehouse job, it's mail room, it's them jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me, let me do this. Let me find culinary schools. So I look for culinary schools. The warehouse I was working at the time had multiple locations. So my, my idea was job transfer, work at the warehouse still, Go to culinary school, eventually work my way out of the warehouse and and <laughs> that didn't happen as plan. But eventually work my way out of the warehouse, start working in the kitchen while I'm in culinary school so I can get experience and work. Um I ended up picking Scottsdale, I ended up picking Arizona because I Chicago was on the list. I said it's too cold and it's like Memphis. Word. New York was on the list and I just, I, I felt very strongly that if I done went to New York, I was gonna get eaten alive. And it was like, I have like. If, if New York is really as fast as they say, mm-hmm. I yeah. couldn't deal with Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with New York. It's going, so, oh, I'm not going to make it. It's a mile a minute. So I was That's like, no, crazy. I can't do it. Uh, then I think it was like another weird Kansas or something like that. So I ended up, uh, up going to Arizona. And when I went to Arizona, uh, when I when I went to culinary school, I, went, I picked the culinary school in Arizona. I took like four hundred bucks. Let me tell you, a, let me tell you a partially incriminating story. Uh, <laughs> that because it's seven years long, I won't go to jail for now.
1: Statue of limitations worn off.
2: <sighs> oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. So change the names and details. Let's say <laughs> for instance, before I left, that I was working at a place that had drugs. <laughs> And let's say I had convinced one of my friends who had a car like mine to switch his license plates, come to the warehouse, and take a couple of packages that I dropped off of a skid by mistake right next to the emergency. You know what? Let's stop right there and say that's a great
1: treatment for a film. Yes. And let's table that until our next meeting.
2: (laughs) So, anyway, the point of that story. Is you came up on a humble. I was trying to come up on a humble. Okay, gotcha. Didn't you. work out. I ended up having four hundred and fifty dollars, and I drove across country with a with four hundred fifty bucks and a Buick Lesabre packed with things that people had given me and things that I accumulated in
1: life. Okay, I feel
2: you. And I drove from Memphis to Arizona. So, so real quick. Mm-hmm. So you
1: dipped out of Memphis, yep. went to Arizona.
2: Yep. On a humble, mm-hmm.
1: four hundred in your pocket. Yep. And this culinary school waiting on the horizon. Supposedly, yeah. Okay.
2: So I get out there, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I'm I'm, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to go. Side note. This trip is when I realized, when Sabrina and I both, I say, realized that we were the ones for each other.
1: She was with you on the trip? No. Okay. So she (laughs) called,
2: Sabrina, my wife's Aries. Sun and the Aries boom. If y'all oh. know Aries women. If y'all know oh. Aries people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah I, have trouble I have no idea. It's I'm forward afraid. movement. There's yeah. no backward movement. There's not a lot of pause either. It's forward movement. So she calls me while I'm driving. I'm in uh, Arkansas at the time. She said, yo, yeah, I'm finna come see you. I say, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can't. And she was like, look it. I'm finna come see you. Like, what you talking about? Like, I don't care. You got go. <laughs> where you at? I don't care where you at. I'm like, nah, I'm gone. Like, I'm in Arkansas. She was like, what you mean you're in Arkansas I said, yo, you remember I told you I was leaving and I was going to culinary school, boom, mm-hmm. boom. She was like, yeah, I thought you was bullshit. Mm-mm. And I was like, nah, like, I'm in Arkansas. I'm finna be in Oklahoma right now like I'm out. So she hung up on me. And you on the road. <laughs> on the road. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, li- I'm literally, we, boom, I'm <laughs> in it. Dude save but Listen to uh Common or something. I don't know what I was listening <laughs> okay. to. Uh, uh, maybe it was UGK, but I was in. Uh, eight, eight ball, eight ball, eight ball, MJG. I was riding, it was in, and I was so excited. Um And so she don't call me back And like I stop in Oklahoma City um, Get some rest And then I get up Right uh, And I'm driving I, You know I'm gonna go to Arizona As I'm leaving Oklahoma City I call her She called me We talking or something I don't know She was like Yo like I can't believe you left And then You know what I'm saying Didn't see uh-huh. me in there yeah. Keep in mind Before this we, that nothing, Wasn't nothing shaking Yeah Nothing Nothing shaking Everything was Mild doing Uh. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm writing that down. She
2: was spending the night on my house and when nothing happening. Like, it was like nothing, nothing, right? <laughs> She's so, making you
1: earn the apron, dog.
2: Bro, she was making me earn the stitches. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hadn't even seen that. the apron. <laughs> uh, so
0: I'm like, must be calling that talk.
2: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. No, guess. You never yeah, heard talk. nobody say knock the stitches at that time? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, wait <laughs> So like, so like, so we was, but I was, you know, I'm a dude, like, you know, I'm still like, yo, I'm with it, and I like you like that, but she was like, nah, like, I got, I got this situation, I'm doing it with one, but it was So as I'm, I realized when she hangs up the phone, she's upset because she doesn't have the convenience of seeing me. Right. Right. So that's, I was like, oh, so she liked me a little bit more than she's been leading on. Cool. Right. Right. I'm out. So she calls me Oklahoma City. Uh, or I call her, leave Oklahoma City, and I didn't want to talk to nobody else. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a storm happening. And you know I'm from Memphis, so all I know about Oklahoma is
0: tornadoes. Tornadoes, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. Yes. When well, I tell y'all, yeah. this yeah. had to have been a tornado. <laughs> it was strong wind, y'all. Like uh-huh. it was in a real storm. <laughs> when I tell you. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I called my wife. I said, yo, the water is going across the fucking car. It's, I'm on the bridge, and the water is swirling around the car. So I'm driving to La Sable, right? It's a 96 at the time, right? It's, what, 2007? So I'm 10 years under, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going like 40, Semis are driving like it's not a storm. Right, right. And they just getting over. I'm like, oh they getting over. I'm screaming. She's on the phone, like, you you gonna be okay? You gonna be okay? You gonna, like, you good, like you straight. And I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. So I get through the storm, I stop at the gas station. You say, like, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm good. She laughed, whatever, we joking. And from that moment, I found myself wanting to be comfortable. Like I wanted to talk to her always. Yeah, it was yeah, so she dope, so man. we both kind of knew that it was different, and then yeah. like it grew. Um, so anyway, yes, I go to Arizona. When I go to Arizona, I'm like, man, I'm going go to La Color and Blue, man. You know, I'm going to get a scholarship. They got financial aid. Cool, cool, cool. So I get out there. The school is like $27,000 a year, which is cheap now. Wow. Uh, and I'm like, man, I'm going to go out here. And I tell them, hey, you know, I went to school before, so I got a deferment. And the deferment don't kick in until October. Uh-huh. The lady hung up on me. What? And I said, and I emailed and I called. and she was, And it was kind of like, you know, just... When, you know, when that gets situated, you call us back. So while this is happening, I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to get my job transfer, which hasn't gone through yet. Oh, shit. So I am literally working for a staffing agency with no AC. They had me driving around. This is funny, too. Y'all know how Google Maps is made? Yep. Somebody puts a camera on top of their car. Yes. And they drive around the yep. streets. Was that you? Imagine doing that in Arizona in the summertime i went out there July said with a saber with no ac with a LeSabre with no ac no my man <laughs> driving all up paradise valley mountains and i'm like man like this is crazy so i see these huge houses in the mountains <laughs> which is a whole other experience right cuz i'm from memphis <laughs> i ain't
1: never seen any mountains
2: before lol like, i don't have houses in these motherfuckers. cacti of all different types so it's just it's just i'm i'm doing that right uh again i'm i'm hustling again right i had the 400 you know, I pay a little bit to my roommate for rent. I go buy some groceries. I buy me some beer. You know, what I'm saying I got gas to do this job. But uh-huh. you know, you working the staff, and they just, so you don't get paid till two weeks later. So do what you got to uh, do. Then one week I'm out. So now I'm doing the day work stuff. Uh huh. This is the craziest. I don't think I told anybody <laughs> this. One of the day work jobs, you had to fill plain parts with graphite. Plain parts, like let's say it's a plastic. Let's say it's a plastic bottle. Yeah. Right. And the hole is about the size of a, a pin. Yeah. And you have to take graphite in a squeeze bottle oh, and squeeze the graphite into these things until it reaches the weight. And you just do it all day? All day. And that graphite <laughs> is like, that's some nasty little dust, man. So like, and, and I, so I'm doing this, right? And I'm not even thinking about it. It's, it's nothing but like, you know, Mexican people... And and they in there, me, it's like me, uh, you know, a couple of white dudes, a couple of black dudes, and like mostly Mexican folks. and They've been doing this their whole life and there's nothing for them. Yeah. They're Chilling. They, cake, they boom, boom, boom. And the dude's like, yo, hurry up, man. Boom, boom, boom. This is how you do it. I'm like, yo, bro, I've been I have <laughs> filled day. up a hundred <laughs> bottles and I'm still on this one planet. <laughs> what like, how are you doing this? So he he come show me some tricks. <laughs> boy, 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 he showed me some tricks and I do my thing, and then like, so I do that for a couple times because I know I'm getting paid at the end of the day. So yeah, I go yeah. get gas, I'll go get me some groceries or whatever, some ramen or whatever. And then, like, I finally heard back, I got the job. So now, working the job, culinary school's on hold, and I'm chilling. Y'all want to pause or what y'all
1: want? No, wanna no, go keep on? going. Now. That was, that was just I was just saying, about. you know
2: what I'm saying. Uh, so like, now I'm in Arizona, um, uh, I'm staying at this, uh, where the fuck was I staying when I first moved there? Oh, yeah, I got a roommate, I forgot. So I got a roommate, uh, I'm living life. I'm trying to find the Memphis things where I'm trying to find the black people, I'm trying to find basketball courts or whatever. Um, So,
1: were you in Tucson or were you in Phoenix? No, I'm in Phoenix, probably. Okay, all right, Phoenix.
2: Uh, So, like, and the crazy thing about Phoenix is so there's Metro Phoenix. Yep. There's Glendale, Tollison, Scottsdale, Tempe, all these different, All all the little suburbs outside of Phoenix downtown, yeah. Yeah, Scottsdale. Like, so Phoenix downtown is, South Phoenix is Phoenix downtown. It's not what it is now. Yeah. Back then, they would say, hey, listen, don't go south of McDowell. Hood. Bro.
1: You come up missing.
2: Bro, like, hood, like, because it, so it's black people there. But it's also cartels there. Yeah, I, yes, grew up, I,
1: I grew up down way south in Fort Huachuca. My pops are stationed out there. Bro. And we used to come up to Phoenix, and they tell you, yeah, south of McDowell, trouble.
2: Do not go south of McDowell. Yeah. Between 7th Street and 7th Avenue, do mm-hmm. not go south of McDowell. <clears throat>
1: Wow. Better have a good grip on Spanish. No, Boy. no, no, no hit to my Spanish-speaking people, but shit was real.
2: And then will get and that shit won't really get you for real. Cause shit, they, they, if it wasn't the right person and you knew Spanish. Shit, mm-hmm. they don't got no weight for real. Like right. they can't say don't do or don't say. Like, <laughs> bro, who are you? Like you make burritos for us. Like you're not even on the level. You're not nowhere near in the game, fam. Like you literally cook the food for us, bro. You can't tell us not like. like anyway. Uh, So like I was out there And I was uh, You know Trying to figure out Trying to find my way And then I finally Got to culinary school I ended up going To Scottsdale Community College Because I asked chefs Again I'm dating myself I was on YouTube Not YouTube (laughs) uh, MySpace So I'm on MySpace (laughs) Asking people Hey I see you in uh, Arizona I see you're in uh, Metro Phoenix And I see you're a chef What culinary school Should I go to And everybody Overwhelming was like Don't go to La Cordon Bleu Oh Had a bad rap And they was like, bro, like, you're gonna go. And that's why you went out there. That was the whole reason why I picked to go there to go (laughs) look what I blew. They was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. So I found the Scottsdale Community College, right? And when I tell you, like, it it, it had to have been the best experience uh, culinary wise because, quite frankly, they was kind of like a Memphis culinary school. Like, it was. Everybody else had all the money. They didn't. Yeah. Uh, if y'all know food, foie gras is a very expensive item. Yes. I didn't see foie gras number once at school. Mm-hmm. At Le Cordon Bleu, they had cases of it on the tour. Which is stupid. Cases of that's They was crazy. like, oh, foie gras is on the menu. They was letting culinary students cook foie. Just straight out the gate. Yeah, like but it's Le Cordon Bleu. It's, the whole point of it is French excess. Like, yeah. And that's how they train you in culinary school, French excess. excess but not mine. It was thrift, thrift, thrift. My chef told us about this thing called the $100 chicken at the time. He said, if you can take a chicken and find a way to break down a single chicken and make enough dishes to make $100 in a restaurant, you'll never go broke. That's smart, yo. <laughs> like, you take the wings, yeah. make dishes, make an appetizer with the wings. Yep. Take the thigh, uh, braise it, comfy it, whatever. You make like an uh, a, a entree with maybe a pasta or something with that. You take both breasts. You serve them as entrees with your starch and your sauce and yada, yada, yada. Then if you get the innards of the chicken, you take that and you make that appetizer. So with the one chicken, you got two different uh, breast entrees, two different thigh entrees. Yep. Then you got the wings as an the appetizer. Then you got the offal as the appetizer. He said, if you can make a restaurant and you can do those dishes for $100, you know, you'll never go out of business. Crazy part about is, by the time I got in the restaurant industry, chicken was way expensive. So so you had to make
1: $100 off that joint. I couldn't.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> it cost me $100. Uh, yeah. But no, like, uh, and, that was, and that was like, so my, our culinary school, uh, the chef of the culinary school ran um, the Waldorf Astoria in New York at 23. Oh, nice. So he was a bad, like, a old British motherfucker. Uh, bad, bad dude. Wow. Bad. I, I don't I don't think there's ever a question I asked him about uh just like anything food-wise that he didn't know the answer to. A wealth of knowledge, right? Um so what what are we at? 2008? Yep. culinary school? hmm So I'm doing culinary school. At some point, me and Sabrina get really serious. I'm working at the I'm working <laughs> at the warehouse. Um and I'm, you know, going to the bathroom, calling Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm on a drive to work, calling Sabrina. I'm leaving work. Collin Sabrina. And like we were just constantly talking. And I think it got to a point to where we both, it, you know, we did that fucking uh junior high shit. Like, I, I, we fell asleep on the phone together. Yeah. <laughs> you Don't, hang up. No, like, you hang up. Everybody. No, you hang and it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm 26. <laughs> like, I'm 26. I'm 26 laying on the phone. Like, and we talking. And I and, and, and like we fell asleep on the phone. Then, you know, whatever, whatever. And I, re- and I emailed her. It was just fucking crazy. I had a Yahoo account. And I emailed her. I said, yo, like... I still got a Yahoo account. <laughs> I said, I feel like we need to do this. Next level. Like I, feel like, I feel like we need to at least try. Like, I feel like we need to make... And again, Still, like, ain't nothing happened.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: But I'm like, yo, like, I, this, I, don't, I feel like this feels different. She was like, for me, too. So she ended up moving. Um, she ended up moving down at some point. And when she got down... Everything went up from there. That's so the, let, me, let
1: me ask you this. Um, so in the middle of this, she makes the move, I'm assuming, out in Arizona, yep, right? Yep. So now it's, a, now it's a huge concept, but it seems like you've been at the forefront of all this. Did you do any, like, cooking or pop-ups while you were out there in Arizona, oh, or was it just—
2: Oh, fuck, no.
1: No? Just, it was just straight-up <laughs> oh, work and
2: hustle? Bro, like, we are not going to spend as long of time that we need to spend on talking about this— because chefs need to notice, especially young chefs trying to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't do a pop-up if you don't know how to do fucking food costs.
1: Bro, listen to me. Let, let me tell you this. Say it again.
3: Say it one time. Like, food costs? Food
1: costs? Yeah, so, so food costs is, and I'm going to try to break this down yeah, for the, do it, for the novices because yeah, you yeah, already got Yeah, please, got it. please, yeah. Please do this. So food costs is when you do a recipe, like how you make your uh, calzones. Okay. How you make your shrimp and grits. Yeah? Right. Like every item in that, has a cost and a price that you right. have to put into your recipe. So right. when you do down the recipe, like the shrimp, so many dollars. Mm-hmm. Salt, pepper, that's like free items. Mm-hmm. Herbs, that's a cost. So that cost has to add up, and you got to be able to make a profit off of that, and you got to be able to repeat that shit all the time to make money. Right. So what he's saying is if you can't do that and be profitable, you shouldn't be out there mean, food. And here's the I thing,
2: too. No. Like, in that, you got to pay for the goods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay for whatever space you're using to cook the.
1: Goods. Oh yeah, I didn't even put that in there. You
2: gotta pay for what you cost per hour. Right. right, the labor. You gotta pay for your labor. Yeah, yeah. People think labor. What they getting is, oh man, you know I made a hundred dollars for this. Yeah, bro, you just cook for three hundred people and you charge eight hundred bucks.
1: <laughs> you upside down, bro. You made a
2: hundred bucks from that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, bro, you made thirty cents per person yeah. on this on this thing, bro. Do you I tell you anyway. So you should be doing no pop ups if you don't know your food calls, right? But no, I ain't doing no pop ups. Like I, I, I'm, I'm old school in the. I feel like you should go through the crucible to be purified, um, and I don't think enough people really understand that because we're kind of in the era of, um, you know, being emotionally aware, and I think people misuse. Emotional awareness for uh, lack of effort. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, you know, I'm stressed right now. I can't, I can't do X, Y. I'm stressed. That's I'm, a bar. Bro. It's a, I'm, it's a tough day for me. It's like, bro, it, it, you work it. That's like, what it is, is. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right, you, you, right. you, you, you're working to do to make money to do the thing you like to do outside of work. And I think the goal is to try to figure out how to make money doing that thing. Right. right. Like, if the thing you're doing is not the thing that you want to be doing, <laughs> yeah. the goal should be to try to figure out how to make money doing that thing. The goal, however should not be, to try to convince me to pay you to go do the things you want to do while you're not here. Like, I'm not going right. to pay you to go fucking make shoes. Go make shoes. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I, I Please, go make shoes. I could. I know a good uh, a <laughs> leather person. I know a great leather person. I know a place you can get the soles from. If you want to make shoes, let me connect you with the people to go do it. But now, nah, like I didn't know pop-ups because I had to learn.
0: By by the way, I appreciate the background on Sabrina because yeah. every time we see you on an interview, yeah, Sabrina is right there. Oh, for sure, yes. right, yeah. Um. So I guess what would you say has been her role in this whole enterprise and the restaurant group, and how important has she been? So Sabrina will not
2: like me saying this, um, and and, it's, and it's, I think as we get older, she understands how important that is for me. Um, Sabrina is had for me before she got in the restaurant, before she did anything. Like she's for sure my muse, and quite simply, like the catalyst. Like I'm a strong believer in, uh, like, a black woman being uh, the source to the ether for a black man. Oh, that's that's a my bar. personal belief. A I don't, I'm not saying that about anybody when anybody else got anything going on. That's my personal belief and for me, it is hell true. Um, so like, when she, it, and, I, and it's also, and I don't want to say everybody's just go get a black woman to just like figure this shit out. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I don't want to. It might not work for you. Yeah, be got that, like sister. Can I speak with you for a second? She might not be the right one. <laughs> but for me. My wife's from Memphis, my man. She's from a hood hood that's harder than my hood. She'll argue with me on that one across the tracks. About that, like for bro, across the tracks and across the field. (laughs) Like I was never going to Fraser. Like that was. They could have told me that it was a pot of gold on Range Line, and I would have said, "Fucking good job, y'all." I hope Frazier find that pot of gold. (laughs) Keep it, because I'm not searching for it. I'm not searching for it in the daytime with a flashlight. I don't want to see no parts of it. That hilly, Bay Riddles, you can't get it anyway. Uh, but so, like, so, so for me, she's been like the inspiration in that. Like, like since we've been together, every my everything that we do together multiplies. Like. And I and I and I and I believe in her belief in me so much that I think I can do anything. Like if she if she digs yeah. in and says, Hey, I I know you don't wanna do this. But if you go out there with the motherfucking lions, I'm telling you you rip their head off. And for a while, I'm be like, hey, I ain't going Yo, out there with no dope. motherfucking lines. Dope. And she's going to say, you didn't know who you are? And I'm going to be like, God damn, I do <laughs> know who I, I am. am. I'm going <laughs> to the ghetto. And I'm going to tear thing? my head off. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not even going to help. you know who not, you not, are? What, what, what? <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing. Like it's almost For me, it's almost it's, it's spiritual. It's biblical. It's metaphysical. It's all yeah. those things for me. Because like she put that in me, right? Sure. So she was that. So, like, you can could, you could see it. Like, I, I cooked and did things before she came out there at culinary school. Yeah. You can see those pictures. Right. And you can see the after pictures and the after dishes and the after thought processes and how things work. Like, I graduated culinary school in 2008. We opened a restaurant in 2012. That is not how it happens. Right. So, right. so,
1: do you guys talk a lot about the concepts and the menu items and how you come up with yeah. things? Or see, is it just yeah, like— Yeah, what, this what, whole what, Memphis what,
3: thing, man. How you even, like, you know, bring that into your restaurants mm. and stuff?
2: So— The aesthetic in every restaurant that Sabrina opens is Memphis. You just got to figure it out. Hmm. Um, Like, Leah and Luis is easy because it feels like a blues joke. When you walk in there, blues is playing. The things that are up on the walls and the corners, all of it speaks to Grandma House put together. We didn't have enough resources to build this thing, and look what we made uh, of Memphis, right? Yo, mm-hmm. um, that That's what Leah Louise is. But when you go to Uptown, yo, it's nuanced, right? There are tiles on the wall that has the zip codes of uh, Tennessee on it. There is a uh, wallpaper in the booth that has certain things. It's dice. It's an a old Chevy. It's a, a barbecue uh, barbecue ribs and pork. Um, so, like, the way she designs is Memphis. The soundtrack is always reminiscent of how she grew up and what she was raised in in Memphis. Um, so, like... Memphis never leaves because Memphis is who we are. Right. I think the thing That's that, the, shit. the thing that we do and the thing that we've learned is like, can't nobody beat me being me. Can't like it's impossible.
1: <laughs> right. You can't can't nobody tell you what Memphis is because you Memphis. I'm
2: from there. I am of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm That's born bar. and bred That's and f- like, f- so it. Like so you can't bar. you can't really say what Memphis is supposed to be to me because I'm a Memphian, right? So like when we interpret things, we're interpreting things from that lens and we are black people from Memphis. So it's not really, we're not really trying to um, find a thing or bring in a thing. Like when people come in, it's so wild. Like we have people come in from Memphis and there's, this, there's a moment Because Memphis yeah, If y'all know anything about Memphis What's going on in Memphis like, I'm about
1: to find out this week. I'm going down this weekend You're going Memphis? down to where? Uh, I'm going to show up I'm just going to come ain't go to I got Frasier. a reservation You're going Memphis. to Fraser? Oh no 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 I ain't going to Fraser. You're not going to Fraser? <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to walk Into Louis and Louise And be like i
2: thought you meant Memphis And I was concerned But how do have A conversation the thing. Memphis is like Memphis is Memphis is crazy right now Crime is really really high uh, and I, you know I'll take a little bit of blame It's not me personally But like the kids So I hung out With knuckleheads right And I we also hung out With We all did what With was, like Ja so, <laughs> He's not, he not I'm <laughs> not even going to Tell about that ja. I mean he's like, from something ja is, I'm going to leave it alone down. Ja yeah. is so far away From ahead, them man. dudes Yeah seriously. So far away Seriously but Like seriously. them dudes yeah. Won't yeah. let you get on camera Sure mm. Yeah them Right Because yeah. I, I hung with them dudes Right And them dudes would be like i agree and I'm the biggest cat in the car. <laughs> all right, look <laughs> We finna, you know what I'm saying? We finna, man, we finna go, you know what I'm saying? All right, boom. So we smoke, uh, yeah, we drink, whatever. Me off. They're like, all right, look great. we know you ain't about that. Like, yeah, so right, all right, boom, right, so right, right. I'm gonna holler at you, we gonna holler at you later at the club. Woo-woo. So I'm at the club. Yeah. They on the block.
3: <laughs> right. I'm so at the
2: club, we at our uh-huh. house. we doing our thing, we kicking yeah. it, woo woo uh, so like, and, but them cats want not let me do that. My, dude, uncle, man. my uncle, You, you speaking
3: dudes. to me right now, bro. Oh, they, they, I, they, I, they look, they, they look, man. I like, mean, that is just look. Dudes, up. I grew with did, did the same thing to me. Say, hey, 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 yo, you you ain't about this. Is what we about to do? You not go home. It's okay. Go you still, home. you still yeah. our boy. You our boy, but go home. And we still gonna hoop, yes sir. We still gonna pick you up, yes sir. Up? You yeah, know you that saying? dude. I've been, yeah, I've been in the car,
2: yes sir, multiple occasions when things was happening that wasn't happening, and when it got and it was going left they be like, all right, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Them yep. cats was my age, older, whatever. Yep. Like, it's so many of those stories yeah. that I obviously a lot of those, yeah. but like, um, what we was talking about? I forget.
0: Memphis. Memphis. We talking yeah, about Memphis, yeah. But what's, what's what's dope about what he's saying right now about uh-huh. Memphis? Like yes. I think people when they think Tennessee now, Nashville, right? Yes, Nashville so, yeah, Everybody yeah. had their bachelor yeah, party. Bachelor, I mean, it's like but, number one spot for bachelor party. Right? Facts. Yeah. But bro, I had a chance to go to Memphis last fall. I went to Bill Street. Never mm. been to Bill Street in my life. Didn't know it existed. Bill Street
2: is like uh, State Fair in Memphis. Is it? Okay. It's
0: not actual it's Memphis. It's not actual
2: Memphis. <laughs> but go ahead. Don't tell but, us but, but, I'm to, but I'm just saying, yeah, I didn't yeah, know
0: yeah. it existed. Right, right, right. And so I had a great meal. I yeah. had yeah. food. Yeah. I had people. I had energy.
2: Drunk? Oh, <laughs>
0: what? And, that's, and
2: see, the, the beauty, the seduction of Memphis is <laughs> <it's just laughs> oh, man, this food's so fucking good. You'll be eating this shit. Oh, man, these women. <laughs> oh, man, these drinks. That's the seduction of it. But imagine being part of that seducing Yeah, your whole life. Okay. Everybody in my family know how to cook. Yeah. Most of the women that I know in my family, they good at what they do too. They burn it down. Whether they was cooking or they was doing something else, they good at what they do. Um, You know, I know I know, cats did, did whatever. They was waiting on cats like you. Right. And I, and I used to be like- <laughs> <laughs> I was a mark. I was a mark. Way you 100%. But you stayed on Bill. Either side of Bill, right? Yeah. There's, and I don't even know what that park is still there. So, on one side of Bill, there's, uh, there's a club, and then there's like a dead end, there's a park. Right. I, as a Memphian, didn't walk through that park during the dark. Because on the other side of that park was one of the roughest neighborhoods, and that's North Memphis. So, if you walk through that park, now you're in North Memphis. And the thing is, bro, you're on Bill. But we wasted. Like, they got cats in, like, just outside, man, making barbecue. So, like, you eat good. You probably like caught you something mean. You're like, oh, I'm finna go to the, pool. I get back to the uh, Madison. I'll go back to the Peabody. Ooh, you fuck up. And Madison stomp was your dope. By the way, I had
0: one of the greatest Manhattans up in a coop that I've ever had. At in the, the man- at in Madison? Madison. Yes. Of course
2: you did. Yeah. Yes. Of course. They, we do our thing down there. Like, it's so crazy how hospitable we are. As, but you uh, go through North the Memphis? North yeah, Memphis, yeah. South Memphis, Whitehaven, Orange Man, Y'all heard the song? Mm-hmm. Like, that's for real. And, and the thing is, when I was coming up, the difference between Memphis now, at least in my, from my—I'm here, so from my periphery. The biggest thing between Memphis now and Memphis when I grew up was there was so much—when we grew up, there was so much more of the culture that was centric to our lives, the cooking part of the culture, the music part of the culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, the like, the gambling and blues, that side of uh, the music, right, that was— more curated, it wasn't just wild. These cats is wild now, like it's, imagine all the cats that told me to get off the porch had kids. Wow. Mm. And they moved to whatever neighborhood. So now they kids, they not grooming their kids like they was grooming me, cause they they kids. So like them kids are now the kids who are running the streets, but they ain't got no leadership because their daddies is gone, right, their right, uncles right. is gone, their big brothers and their OGs is gone, so they out there trying to figure it out. And they, 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 they in neighborhoods that they not from.
1: Right, They right. daddy
2: from South Memphis. Bro, you're right. in Cordova now. And you, you claiming Cordova like South, that's, that's not your hood. <laughs> wow. So you're in a nice part of town, and you, anyway, I ain't going to get into Memphis too much. Right, But wow. the, the, the beauty of that struggle of going through that is me and Sabrina both had to navigate life in that way. And then figure out what direction we was going in, how we was going um, look at you! You passed it But the dope thing
1: is, like, you sure. you bring Memphis with you wherever you go. Like, you Got introduce you. people to that. So, so with that, <coughs> one one quick question, like, so you know, bourbon podcast. You know, we kind of selfish with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your cocktails on your menu. We were looking at that. What was behind the joint called the Gold Coast? Dude, I was getting, literally just, just getting ready to say something like that.
3: Yeah. Did wait. you read the
0: ingredients in that joint? Wait, yeah, wait. is I it did. still on there now?
3: It, Yeah, the, it, queen, it's, the Queen. It's still
1: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Damn. With, with you it's make on the it, website. You,
1: you make it with Quins here from here yeah. in the city. No, no, no. Has it changed? What's on the menu right now? Uh, the what? Gold Coast cocktail, Carolina Gold Coast, with the with the Quinn, Is it the Quins whiskey?
0: Quins, yep. Carolina whiskey, yep. Cardaroma, Carda, Yeah. Sorry, I don't speak English. What else? Carolina gold rice, egg whites, Angostura. It sounds like it a whiskey sour.
2: No, no, no. So. I'm um, I, I not responsible, my bad. I'm not responsible for any of the cocktails, right? <laughs> uh, we, our first bartender is an extremely talented brother, Justin Hazelton, right? Okay. So he came up with a lot of the formal cocktails. I don't know if that's still on the menu, but one of the things that we've I've always done as a chef is get the fuck out of the way. I try <laughs> to get out of the way of ingredients. <laughs> I try to get out of the way of service. If I have a really good cook, I try to find how to put them where they need to be
3: and move out of the way. That is the first first lesson in a management right there. Get
2: out of
1: the
0: way. Out of the way. Hire talented people and get out of the way, bro.
1: Exactly. I I think right now I'm going to speak for the team and say, you know, after this interview is over, we got to sit down with you with some bottles and just talk. You know, what <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, it's not enough tape for
1: this. I mean, nah. this is cool to introduce the people to a chef that we think yeah. is dope.
2: Bro, yeah. we could be a book and do a part two. Like, that's what I'm saying. I promise you know you me? people some part yeah. twos, man. But I really want to do a part two. We ain't even through this one, but
3: yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you know, um, you, know you don't talk much. Like, we don't hear from you a lot. So I right. mean, you know, what's the reason for that? I mean, y'all
2: ain't you looked on my Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'll be in a book Like y'all ain't looked at my Instagram Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm saying Like you don't have to get on it I don't really talk a lot Yeah you don't I mean you when know I, When I, I feel like I get out the way Like I, I've I've So we came out in 2016 We sold food sessions And the whole point was like Yo yeah. Black Chefs is nasty too Yeah right Exactly Like While well, we nasty Like don't no, Like I'm not ta- I'm talking about anybody And I was you know, I'm brought from Memphis Like so I had just I'm five years away from Memphis I just got to Memphis In 2007 I just left like I just just left Memphis. Where did I leave? I left in 2007. Yeah, and I graduated college. Yeah, so I had just left Memphis five years ago. Yeah. So when we here and I'm here, I'm still like, man, you, I'm nat, bro, I'm nasty. Like right. I wish you, like, y'all can't fuck with me for real. So that's that's how I felt. <laughs> that, you that, dog, you can't guard me, uh, dog. Like get, dog. get your man. I got my jumper. Cool, you can't check like, me. It's get. Get two people. Like Yeah, you can't get, check me. I'ma do me still though. Like so so I felt very strongly about that when I came here. And I also had this chip on my shoulder because I thought oh uh, and all the chefs I saw were white, right? So I just thought, oh, they think they nice, they think they do. And the crazy part, I meant when I started meeting these chefs, I realized that they fuck with what I did. Right. So so yeah. it turned out yeah. they're like, oh, y'all cool. Like
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, mean, I didn't know. I thought y'all was. I thought y'all was what I thought y'all were. Because again, I'm from yeah. I don't. We don't I, I don't. I never hung with white dudes.
1: Like but do y'all ever? Do y'all ever? This is this is off top. Yeah. Do y'all ever get together and like you and the other chefs in the city? You yeah. know what I'm saying. Like we talked about Chef Chris earlier. Do y'all right, ever right. get together? Talk talk menu. Talk items. Talk battle. Like I'm gonna make a dish. You make a dish. Let's see how it tastes. Y'all so, bounce ideas off each other and we shit? We don't
2: ever, I don't, we don't necessarily battle in that way. There are different events that happen in the city where chefs kind of, you know, do like uh chop style battles. Yep. Uh those have happened. Like, there's uh <coughs> chefs' competitions that have happened to where you make a dish and then the judges judge you. So like there are different things that happen, but like I for sure text. Multiple shifts in the city about a lot of different things. Okay. Um, Can I get on that text chain? For, well, yeah, no text chain. It's just random people, <laughs> like Chris Coleman, right? I text Chris Coleman over. At, uh, he's over at Goodyear House in um, Old Town, uh, yeah. Kissing Cocktails in Rock Hill, right? Okay, we text all the time, but I text him more about, bro, how you handling kids and work at the same time. Wow. How you how are you real managing stuff. extremely yeah, talented people and trying to find them their way before they find their way on the end. Right, exactly. So we, I text Joe Kendrick. Joe Kendrick's in Davidson. He got Hello Sailor, Kendrick. the Kendrick, Kendrick. Uh, and uh, Milk Bread, too, We were just right? at Kendrick. We were just, so, just at Kendrick, y'all. Joe Kendrick is nasty,
3: too. No, right? We were just there, man. So, yeah. like, we texted That noki fucked me up.
2: Same thing. Uh, like, yo, what's going on with family, man? How you doing this? How you moving? What are you thinking about this? Like, so I, I text multiple chefs like that. Um, and then, like, but, like, before, like, when I was- So when we did the- Uh, all black chef thing, right? It never was me trying to find more camaraderie with non-black chefs. Mm -hmm. I just was trying to say, y'all are nice, but we're nice too. And what I realized doing Soul Food Sessions was, man, I have been running away from the South since 2007. When I finally made a decision to embrace the South and tell the South story, like how I want to tell the story, Mm -hmm. not like another chef on TV, not like the uh, the white women that they love to say of any fried your bars. chicken, right? Spit your bars. I, don't wanna, I didn't want to be that and I didn't want to represent that. I wanted to represent Memphis food, Memphis culinary creations and I wanted to do that my way. So once I, oh, once I okayed it in my mind and then like my wife was like, yo, we from Memphis. We say that all the time. Yeah, Spit your we bars. We are from Memphis. So as, as, a, as a Memphian, I'm going to move like a Memphian. I'm going to act like a Memphian. I don't care what's in front of me. I'm going to move it and I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So um, like for sure. it's But it's, It's always a competition, though. Like, I'll see somebody do a dish, and I'll show my wife, and I'll say, I'm gonna eat his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I said, "Oh, I can't wait! Like, I, I like, I can't wait." And I
3: think, you know, I, I think it's almost yeah. like you know, you took that mentality from the basketball court to yeah, the right. kitchen. right. I was just it's thinking, cold, you know that. What I'm like, so. Tom Brady yeah. is
2: my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, 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 nah.
1: Nah, I'm never humble, like, but uh, I, I moved from New England, bro. Nah. See, yeah. so good.
2: Tom Brady, I'm, I'm a Tom Brady. I'm a New England Patriots fan. My wife's gonna hate that because. <laughs> Uh, I met a brother, and I always forget his name, and it's so crazy. So I met a brother who played for the Tennessee, and he played for the Patriots. He's the reason why I went to Tennessee. Yeah, it's Logan. Uh, not Logan, Logan Ryan. Not Logan no, Ryan? No, 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 Older. Older cat. Older uh, cat. Played in um Super Bowl where they got mopped 55-3, the Bears joint. It was a receiver. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't know. I have
1: to look it up. I thought but it was anyway, Logan Ryan. Anyway. So he
2: lived in Germantown. I was in Wyoming. Germantown is where all the rich white people was at. So uh-huh. it's the only brother in the whole neighborhood. So we go... It's uh, the scholarship I got is African American scholarship. We went to his house, beautiful daughter, right, beautiful house, beautiful wife, and I'm like, yo, I want to be this guy. Uh-huh. And then I walk into the back and he shows us his trophy room and it's number Tennessee and Patriots stuff, and I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> I think this. If this is this is the path. Done. Bet. Done. Done. Bet. Patriots fan, I'm Tennessee good. football. This is what I want to do. Um, lost my train of thought. No, it was talking about, talking about the guy that, who you wanted to be. So, yeah. I, I, it's the Patriots mentality. Yeah. It's a making up shit that really isn't true to motivate me more than I need to be
0: motivated. And you got to take that personal.
2: It's extremely like like personal.
0: You <laughs> took that personal. Super personal. <laughs> so, when we opened openly in the like all
2: I, all I was talking about, man, I'm finna, eat. I'm finna eat everybody alive. Like, I wanted to make it to where, at least I, I, in my mind, I wanted to make it to where I thought Chef and Charlotte, I was trying to make them shook. I wanted them to be concerned right. with the with the type of food we were putting together, and again, they wasn't. They was applauding it. Most of them were. It some hating. This some hating ass motherfuckers in Charlotte. We're not even gonna get on them. But like, so okay, all right, they all right, they, all right. they know where they're at. So yeah, they know yeah, for sure they know
3: where they are. So is that why you moved to Charlotte? Is that because you thought for you sure. could, Yeah, I, it's I, I didn't you moved could to Charlotte
2: because it. I think, I thought I was gonna eat everybody up. I moved to Charlotte <laughs> because I felt like I felt like <clears> that there was space. For who I was trying to be here, dope. Oh, okay. Because
0: gotcha, gotcha, I was gotcha, gonna say, gotcha, I mean, yeah. you moved to Charlotte in two thousand twelve. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah. And the food scene, because we we were here. I mean, yeah, I, no, I moved I've been here, here, here since two thousand. I moved Why here for the the food scene here was trash. I wasn't. Trash. I was right.
1: I just moved here. It, it,
0: a,
2: it a wasn't year. trash. It wasn't trash. It, no, wasn't, it was trash. I am from New York. How about I'm, that? I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the customers for a moment. Uh-oh, there we go! Okay. <laughs> wow, nobody EPD. You're a customer. No, no, nobody had spent the time to show customers how food was supposed to be, and everything in the city at the time was steak and potatoes. And, yep. and to be honest, with that's you, true. That's a, yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of New Yorkers and just Northerners was coming down, and the only thing that they would resonate with was the steak and potatoes because yes, it's what. You eat. You go to steakhouses in New York And they're yeah. way different now yeah, They're yeah. not the Ruth's Chris They are old They Peter Lugans.
0: Yeah, It's a whole other level of steakhouse And they play Frank Sinatra
2: Right It's a whole other level of steakhouse Beef and Ball is one of my favorite Steakhouses in Charlotte But Anyway I, no, I didn't mean to plug them uh, But <laughs> Like the thing about the food scene then Was c- Clientele Hadn't understood Hadn't figured out How to respect How to understand And how to just let chefs do that thing That's a good point Because yeah. forever It was like when I say steak and potato, I don't mean beef and uh, roasted potato. I mean shrimp and grits. I mean scallop and rice. Mm. I mean pork chop and uh, gnocchi. Ooh. I mean it, everything was steak and everything was meat and starch, Right. because that is the wherewithal that diners had in Charlotte at the time, and chefs couldn't really push. So when chefs started pushing, you start you started to see Charlotte scene changing. That's because a good one. we started to really push. Like we was doing stuff for breakfast that people weren't doing for dinner yet in mm-hmm. Rock Hill. So like. Chris Coleman was at McNinch House doing way crazy food. Mark Jackson was at Halcyon. Paul Verica had to open his restaurant at the time. He was at a country club. Joe mm. Kendra was at, uh, I think he was in uh, California at the time, but he was finna go to uh, Roosters. So, like, we, we hadn't got to a place to where we were cooking what we wanted to cook because the community couldn't receive anything other than steak and potatoes. So where,
0: did you, where do you think the shift actually happened?
2: So, so, so there, there's <clears throat> multiple shifts. The first shift is J Wu Culinary School. When the culinary school got in 2008, that was the beginning of the conversation that Charlotte could be a food city. Forever it was Raleigh's better, Asheville's better, Charleston is better. Right. So when they took the uh culinary school, I think from Roanoke, Virginia, and from Charleston and closed them and moved it to Charlotte, that was the beginning of let's that was an effort to make this a food city a food city. Yeah, I think, uh, I a, think they uh, could
1: sense the shift though, right?
2: I think no, I think they were they were hoping from a um, culinary, from a scholastic perspective, educationally speaking, one, the hospitality industry is one of the biggest grossing industries in the Carolinas and probably right. in anywhere, right? In I the South, that. right? So it was like, yo, Charleston getting all this hospitality money. Asheville getting all this wintertime money. Well, let's get this. We are the banking capital of well, the South. Yeah. Let's get yeah. this bread, Let's chop. What we need to do to get this chop? <clears throat> Bet. Let's make better restaurants. Bet. We got money, we got yada, yada, yada. So I think that happened in 2008. So that was the first shift. The second shift I think happened was grassroots organizations like Piedmont Culinary Guild started to put chefs together. Mm -hmm. And so once chefs started to get together, chefs and farmers really never had a connection like that. There was chefs working with farmers, and there was farmers who were selling stuff to restaurants. But there wasn't a connection. So once that connection got made, I came right there like 2013 is when that really happened, right? The next shift that happened was National Acclaim. Okay. Emerald Lagasse came down, said he was going to do all this stuff, and the city wasn't ready for it. And also, the restaurant just wasn't great. It still was kind of like refined steak and potatoes, kind mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. so it didn't win, right? And then you had other chefs, Tim Grudy, Luca and Luciata, like in different places doing stuff, and they weren't really in the city. The first big pop we had was when uh, Joe Kent, when when they, when Kendrick opened in Davidson. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. not only was in a beautiful restaurant right across it's right across from a college it's yep. main street small town a lot America, of traffic and it's a bunch of money out there huge so he got to cook what he wanted to cook how he yep. wanted to cook Yep. and his his wife did the service Katie's great she did the design so she got to be the front of the house uh, my wife that's what my wife does she does all the design she does all front of the house things right so when you got that partner that balance you got somebody driving you from the house we got a lot calls. <laughs> no
1: no no it's good we, we'll clean that up <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when you got two people With a shared vision There it is on Different there sides is. <laughs> On different sides of the coin When you get to the middle It's like alright Boom we both We both trying to be uh, Great about this thing And so uh, Every way I tried to clean it up It was not working Hey dog, no, like, you Yo. know what oh, to, be,
1: to be from Memphis You hit that New York quick Pause <laughs> Pause yeah, it's,
2: yes. it's, it's, it's national now <laughs> Uh, But like so uh, I think that so, when they got national acclaim, I think that's the first time, at least I feel like from outside, from, from my periphery, like, it was like, yo, so I can I could do char-grilled plums uh-huh. as an appetizer? And it was, he was just, bro, he was cooking what the farmers had. Yeah, and then when, he wasn't even like, it, it, it's Mediterranean, right? So, the uh, squidding pasta, yeah. the uh, fried yeah. oysters with Calabrian, uh chili, and yeah, it was yeah. just, it's not crazy uh, uh, innovative food. It's just he was doing everything correct, seasoning right, saucing right. Balanced, really balanced. Extremely balanced, super seasonal, right? And that was the shift because national acclaim started to come in. Bon Appetit came, food and wine came. So for everybody else, it was like, okay, that's the North Star right there.
1: Bro, let me tell you what, man. I mean, because you, I mean, Charlotte, when I see your recipes in Bon Appetit, Mm -hmm. like Chef Chris, your joint, when they're putting your recipes in the
0: magazine, I'm like... Yo, these cats made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, this magazine is worldwide. That's fire. You know? And and by the way, just, just for our listeners, what we are drinking tonight. Yeah. While, while we're yeah, I mean, This like, is a like, bourbon podcast. We've like, like we been, we, we been drinking, right? Yeah, now, yeah. Now He's he, sipping a little bit. He's drinking Gator, Gator, Gatorade. He's power As my pop would say. But he, get, he get hydrated. We, we are I'm sipping good. on this barrel seagrass. Yep. So yep. I, I just want to get your perspective, tasting notes. You are a chef. You've had literally everything. You've cooked everything. Is there anything notable that you taste about this whiskey? Because this is a rye whiskey, right? Barrel Seagrass. Rye whiskey finished in Martinique rum barrels, right? Madeira apricot. Brandy barrels. Oh, that's you. apricot and mojito. Apricot 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 is abricot. like like abricot.
3: supercat. Apricot <laughs> Apricot <just laughs> round one. So is it? So are they? kids to
0: um, thundercats? Yeah, yeah. Thundercat, supercat. Everybody. And this round yeah. we've got oh. apricot So so what do you? Yeah, what, so anything <laughs> notable about this seagrass? So I'm
2: not. I'm not going sit here and act like uh, I'm a tasted note not not right? Because the way yeah. I pair. Spirits and wine Is everything Is I like to I like juxtaposed Like I I hate red wine And steak I think it's stupid And I think it's like, <laughs> um, I get it well, and, and, and I'm not going Back and forth on you on
3: that. I no, respect red it Red wine
1: and steak is, <laughs> And that's my word
3: I
2: respect <laughs> it It's stupid B B I think it's I get it I get it You want to be uh, Extra in the Godfather I get it And I respect you <laughs> However Duh! <laughs> of course, it goes together. That's so the thing, here. the thing about the ride that I noticed is how it, the uh, despite it finishes with spice, and it's yes, not sir. really spicy on the nose. And I think the way they finished it. Mellowed it out on the front end, but it still got that like peppery note on the end. And it's a little bit sweeter yeah. um, in the middle than most rides are. Like, everybody's like, oh man, rye, be a rye guy. I'm like, man, rye, motherfucker. I feel like uh, goddamn Heathcliff is jumping down my throat every time I drink rye. It's like, ah, oh, ah, <laughs> oh, what is this? Rye, ah. Oh. Like every time. And I get it. And it's like, but it's, I, I like bourbon because bourbon is sweeter. It finishes better. Like it's, it's the corn, just, right? It's And that's what I love. I love. Again, I'm looking for the acid, the sweet, the smoke. I'm looking for all that and the salt, right? So rye don't do it for me. But this rye is so balanced... Like, um, I'm trying not to drink as much of it. Bro, it ain't an ice cube in this motherfucker. store. Like, I'm sitting here drinking rye out of glass. Yeah, and I'm I like, mean,
3: you said it earlier, man. You said this rye is going to be a problem. You said, and, and, and you know said what, it early. Hey, And I
2: also feel like y'all giving me two fingers while y'all long to getting one. No, no, no. I listen, listen, listen. It's, it's, only, it's
1: only one dude in our crew we let have ice. That's our man, Von Ghost. If he was here, you have all the ice you need. That's nah. well, yeah, all good, going. bro. I'm what, good. Yeah, what we do is we need it around. up. You know what I'm saying? We, we heat it up. This is dope. Yeah, this has been crazy. No, listen, we're gonna have to talk about some things offline, but um if people wait, we before we get out of here, we gotta talk about the Bay Haven. The, the Bay Haven Food Festival? Yeah, done this. The Bay Haven no, Food and Wine Festival. I want one other question, man. Your question, then we talk about the Bay Haven okay. Food and Wine Festival. Right. Yeah, All we right. gotta do this again. All yeah, right. we definitely gotta do this again. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So um you mentioned those chicken skins. Yeah. What well, I mean, why is that so near and dear to you? I mean, you I mean you said we got to do the chicken skins. So I'm gonna say it was funny, man.
2: I always, when I prepare dishes, when I'm putting food together, I'm always trying to figure out how to connect the dots, right?
1: Yeah.
2: The chicken skins is my homage to Memphis and the first restaurant job I ever had. Chicken skins are fire. Okay. Uh, what's the best part of the chicken? The skin. skin. If you get it right, you know you note fried chicken by the seasoning and by how crispy the skin is. Fast. Word, so, word, word. I, So for us, it was, okay, let's take the best part of the chicken um, season it very well. That seasoning is our rendition of y'all ever had voodoo chips? Y'all, oh, what? Wow. Come on, man. So it's it's come our, on, it's come on man. You're what?
1: talking about
3: voodoo
2: the, chips.
1: The voodoo chips are silly. <laughs> what? Yeah, the voodoo chips are. So again, oh my god, it's that, it's
2: that Mississippi River Valley, right? It's that New Orleans, Memphis, Chicago gateway. So it's me saying, okay, chicken skins, akin <laughs> to chicken wings, right? The dry rub is Memphis. Yeah, the way the style of dry rub rub is Voodoo season, and that's New Orleans. And it's it's ranch. It's just us. We made green onion ranch. So again, it's it's thinking about okay, green onions that just makes sense with trying to add a little bit of that acid and another uh, savory element to it. Right. And, but the goal is like the real real reason why we got chicken skins is because I just thought it'd be super cool to make people pay a lot of money to eat with their hands. <laughs> Like it's it's so crazy and I and I say it's like to see to see white people come in and they be like, you know, got they they sports coat on and all the chicken skins and they and they know Now you don't one.
3: like sports coats though. You don't you say well, I mean, you, it's a, it's a,
1: it's a zone, you know, I no coat
3: zone. You say no coat zone. I don't bro. like them, I don't fuck yeah.
2: with them but you can do whatever you want. But if you if you if you, if you cut the check. Yeah, cut Yeah, the yeah check. bro. You wanna wear a sports coat, do Uh but we want people to come in comfortable. So if you comfortable sure, with a sports sure, coat, cool. Sure, if you're comfortable sure. with flip-flops, cool. Like if you Timberlands. Just come in at Timberlands if you want to. <laughs> Specifics. Don't, Specifics. You can't come in with the wrong Timberlands, by the way. <laughs> we, we might not flame you in public, but you will be flamed in the kitchen. We'll be supporting around. My, my GM, she's from D.C., so you, you, you definitely, if you come in there wrong, dressed, you are definitely getting flamed. We're not going to do it to you because we believe in hospitality first. But it's fuego after you pay oh, your check. oh. Why are you there? Like, we can't let you go. We need we did, everybody to know what we we're talking about. So when we have a breakdown, we can laugh at specific things. Uh, but not like, that's dope. It's, yeah. the, it's just It's that juxtaposition again. Like, yeah, they're trying right. to go opposite ends. Like, you coming in, there, oh, it's fine now. And then you get chicken skins. Like, I've seen people try eating with a fork. I was just looking at them. I was like, you're going to realize it in a minute. And they just eat it with a the fork. Then they grab one. <laughs> so, so, sop up some ranch Off the thing And they eat it They get that crunch And it's like Ah oh, You might yeah.
1: have to You might have to put Like a road map on it And tell them how to dip You know you pick it up You dip it And you're you figure just like that. that joint You yeah, know
2: what yeah, i yeah, like, You figure that It's like uh, uh, the electric slide Back in the day right yeah. like, <laughs> you, 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 might you might not know, know it, it. <laughs> You're going to get it eventually Or you're going to get Bumped into a couple. You'll see the crowd Sooner Dude, man. The first time I, I went to a Homecoming
3: And the electric slide Was happening right i right. like What is this Really I remember going home and. So you I'm didn't, dude, I'm that. telling you, I didn't know it. So anyway, I remember going home and practicing in my backyard. Like,
0: <laughs> That's I'm how I felt the first time I saw the wobble. Right. And I, and I still can't do it. I gonna say, yeah, I'm with you on that train, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh. too,
1: it's too many steps. Me and my whole family practiced the wobble, <laughs> though, yeah, just for yeah, specific wedding. It's You're too much saying. family. Yeah, exactly. So so you got the soul food sessions.
2: So we don't do soul food sessions anymore. Soul food sessions kind of morphed into Haven food and wine festival. Right, let's talk about that. My wife, Sabrina, it was has always been very passionate about... Leveling the playing field. So we thought, hey, there are food festivals for everybody else. Why not do a black-centric food festival? That does not mean, however, uh, all the black people can come. We want everybody to come. Yes. Black chefs, black mixologists, black winemakers. This year is October 4th through the 8th. There are multiple locations. So please, when we drop the tickets, the dinners will sell out first. It's only like 50, 60 seats. We're not doing no 800-person dinner like other things. Right. 50, 60 seats. So if wow. you see me on a dinner or you see a chef from another place on a dinner, please make it a point to go ahead and get the tickets. Taste intense of Saturday. It's the big one. So it's wine, it's beer, uh, it's different spirits, it's different mixologists, different chefs. Anyway, 4th uh, through the 8th, we're is, making it a point to do a lot of stuff on the west side of Charlotte this year, too. Is there
1: a chance that the Black and Brown Podcast can get in the door
2: and uh, you know do some recording, talk to some people? Hey, look, so every year we talk about trying to figure out how to do a live podcast. On site at the Bad and, and in by
1: October, we can figure that out.
2: Uh, <laughs> as long as y'all talk to the person who runs the show, that ain't me. Well, yeah, you
1: know what? That's the boss. The better half is somebody you know, so we'll talk to you, talk to her, yes, if she talk to us. But we'll, we'll, up, we'll, we'll get cracking.
2: If it, if it's right, it's right. We like we've been trying to do the podcast thing for a long time yeah. we think like this conversation that we've had today is. I feel like it's. I don't even think I've been here for long, but it's been a grip. It's like, been about been about two been hours. These yeah. conversations that we didn't even finish. These conversations need to be had with more chefs because I think the perspective of the black culinary and hospitality industry, especially in Charlotte, it seems like we have a really big stage now. Mm -hmm. It seems like, oh man, so many black chefs. Yeah. But not as many as really should be being talked about. Like right. I think it may be like 20 to 30 black chefs, black restaurants that people are talking about frequently. Yep. Uh, Half of those have come through Lee and Luis or have been affiliated with us in some kind of way. And I think that while I think that's great and I'm amazed that those people have gone on to grow, like we need more. It yeah. needs to be more voices. We need to have black-owned everything.
1: I agree 100%, and this yeah. should be the launching pad for that, and we should do that going forward. Yes, but meanwhile- Tell people how they can find you, how they can follow you, and how mm-hmm. they can get in touch with you for that launching pad for Bay Haven, mm-hmm. just to get in touch and do their thing.
2: Instagram, all the Instagrams have emails direct. Uh, Bay Haven Food and Wine Festival, Leon Louise Uptown Yoke. We have another project that we got coming that we really can't announce yet, but it's gonna be cool. Gonna but be if y'all great. sign
1: up for the others, you can find out what's popping.
2: For sure, we uh everything is on Instagram, man. My contact information is on my Instagram. It's uh, Chef Greg Your TN. Don't be heating me up About baby showers (laughs) I don't do it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I did I did my wife's baby shower And I cooked some real hood food Like it was great It was hood aesthetic I made Swedish meatballs And Rotel And like sliders Like I, re- I made like real hood <laughs> I had a uh, Burberry shirt And a, a pink velvet wave cap And a black and mild It baby. was great But that was for his baby mama Don't come at him with yeah, no sideways shit only. He
1: not doing that He not doing it It don't matter You got to pay the brick uh, uh,
2: Unless you know You you know Obama's Or some subsidiary of them And y'all trying to do something We'll figure that
0: out Yeah price of the brick going up I shower the babies you know what I'm saying? Hey, Delvin, rapid Memphis style when you're ready, dog. Bro, man, this, this has been a treat, man. Season nine <laughs> no, and nine, dude, I, yo, I could not think of a better way to end this, man. Ending yeah. finale yeah, yeah. to season That's nine and nine, for real.
3: Yeah, yeah
1: man. Yeah, you the anchor, bro. You you, you, you the, the anchor, last bro. chef on our joint, yeah, dog. man. You the, the anchor, bro. Guy,
2: man, we need to do another one, man. We How, need. Hey, we, listen, need to do we gonna one. do many more. I ain't in y'all business. And they ain't trying to be out business. They
0: ain't trying to run the show. And what what I what I love about Chef Greg though is that he is authentically We're doing our own location, Jordan. Bro, His spot. Bro, 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 he is authentically himself. He Zero is percent. Memphis. He is Chef Greg. We should. And be. and and my biggest takeaway, for real, for me personally. Okay. My guy said nobody can beat me at being me. None nice. of us. Bro. That yeah, uh, that's, that's a bar. bar. That's a, a huge bar. Bro, so I just want to first off thank Chef Greg for coming. Yes, sir, for we're about, yeah. And I want to encourage our listeners to stay black, be yourself, hey. and keep it brown. Yes sir, keep it brown. <laughs> Cheers, fam. Yeah, I appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers man. man. Yo <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.